0: Welcome to the Listen To Us Rant About Movies Podcast. Tonight is the big finale, the top 20 films of all time, blowout list extravaganza. My name is Ronnie, as I'm sure some of you know, and I'm humbled and honored to introduce your hosts, Wes Ford and Zach Harris. Hello, you two. It's fantastic to see you both. I hope this historic
1: evening finds you well. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I am doing good, Ronnie. Thanks for asking. You
2: know? Yeah, we're, we're doing great. Thanks for asking.
1: Uh, how are
0: you doing, Ronnie? You doing well? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. I'm very excited to hear your lists. I've been wondering what will be on them, but why am I hogging the mic? I will let you two get to us.
1: Wow, thanks, Ronnie. Uh, thats I've
2: never heard you speak with such
1: passion before. Yeah, totally, and no hogging at all, Ronnie. Really glad to uh, you know, yeah. have you on the show. Yeah, it's great. Great to have you on, and, and
2: this is our, our final episode. Um, I'm Wes Ford. And I'm Zach Harris. We rant about movies and drink while we do it. Uh, on our final episode, we'll be counting down our top twenty films of all time. Uh, probably the hardest thing we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, my whole life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my
2: whole life. Uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll be we'll be pausing to to rant throughout as as we do, um, and and reminisce. And uh, we actually have a few. Uh, we have a few surprises along the way from our from our listeners, so um, yeah. look forward to that. But tonight we're drinking separate things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, do you want to start with yeah, yours? Yeah, well,
1: uh, pumpkin beer is apparently out now; it's gone, and Christmas beer is in the stores. I don't know who's drinking Christmas beer right now, but I was able to find a um, Breckenridge Brewery Autumn Ale, which sounded festive. Um, never had a Breckenridge before. It's from Colorado. Um, Yeah. Ooh, 7%. Didn't see that before, so that's a nice... Oh, little, well, nice
2: hey, bumper. there you go.
1: <laughs> and after I finish these, I got a couple uh, couple half-acre fests that maybe I'll polish one off of, you know?
2: Oh, amazing. You got a good lineup there. I'm getting tanked
1: lineup. tonight. This is the top 20, baby.
2: <laughs> top 20? Hey, it's our last episode, right? Last
1: episode, right?
2: Let's... Let's uh, we're gonna be festive, we're gonna be festive and we're gonna be celebrating. Um, so I got a pumpkin beer I'd never had before. I was like, oh, F- first of all, it's the only pumpkin beer I could find in this store, mm-hmm. second of all, never tried it. I was like, oh, okay, it's New Holland's uh Ichabod pumpkin ale, and I tried it before the podcast, just not good, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just awful. That's a bad one. You get you know it, it's you know it's not good if I am not willing to drink it because <laughs> I'll <laughs> drink anything. Uh, so yeah, I had to toss that one. I uh, just couldn't do it. It was um,
1: not great. So that's rough. I'm that's, gonna be tossing a beer yeah. is a big. That's a big gesture. It's got to be pretty rough. You tossing it.
2: I downed as much as I could just because like I spent money on this. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let you get the better of me. But <laughs> I I, had, I dumped out some of it and my dump out the rest of the six pack but uh so i i picked up something else in the fridge uh blake's hard cider really great cider from michigan oh hey that's, by the way i, I live
1: in, i live in michigan now yeah your new uh your new stomping grounds <laughs> yeah i live
3: outside
2: detroit uh so th- that's that's another reason why this podcast took a while to get to because moving is a thing that takes forever. Tough. Um, <laughs> yeah Especially getting when getting it's new across job. across the country, new job across the country. A lot of stuff. It's been it's been a whirlwind for sure, but yeah, uh, you know, the Blake cider, we, my wife and I, we've always been big fans of of this mm. cider place. It's and now it's not far from us. Can't wait to go to it. We're actually going to go and pick a pumpkin this nice. weekend from Blake's cider. Hell yeah, pretty cool. That's great. So yeah, this is uh, the caramel apple from Blake's. I'm going to drink that and uh once i finish that i'm going to be drinking uh diet squirt with uh raspberry rum <laughs> hell yeah
3: because it's it off. really really tasty
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh cheers cheers mm.
1: Getting that sip going baby
2: have you had blake cider before
1: no i haven't i gotta check it
2: you really should look it look it up um Really good ciders. Uh, they, their ciders are a little too sweet for me to drink too many of them. Mm-hmm. But there's one during this time of year um, that Emily gets. She won't let me have any of it because it's her favorite cider. <laughs> and drink. It's called um, Apple Lantern. Okay. Really good. It's like literally fall in a can. Nice. It, I like that. It tastes like fall in a can. It, I can't describe it any better than that. Look out for that. But yeah, um, Yeah. the caramel apple, it's really good. Tastes like caramel apple.
1: Nice. They got Mm -hmm. that, uh, that's got to be here, right? Michigan ain't too far away. It's got to be in Chicago, right? Blakes? Oh, yeah. You got to have Blakes. I'm looking for Blakes. Next time I go to the store, I'm looking for Blakes. Uh, How about that? Really good cider. (laughs) good cider.
2: All right. Well, well, before we get into this, Ronnie, you want to say it? Just one more time for us.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio book, download a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash L-T-U-R-A-M. Choose from 180,000 titles from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now back to you, Wes.
2: That was good. That was good. It was uh, so much unlike all the other times that you've said it.
1: Yeah, it was uh, really, really beautiful uh, send off there, Ronnie, for that Thanks, last Ronnie. delivery. It's great. If you uh, if you all like what you hear on
2: this episode, remember you can find other episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon youtube and most major podcast platforms and since this is our last episode uh we recommend checking out the majority of our catalog on youtube most of the stuff is up there um there are a few archived episodes that i still need to get up i've i've had it's been requested that i get those up and i've very slowly and not very um I apologize to Alex Lundy mostly, <laughs> who wants these, yeah. but uh, I've not been able to get to them, and I, I promise you I will. But there are some archived ones up there. Eventually, I'll have them all up there. So, oh um, yeah, that's where you can find most of our catalog. I Recommend going there. Um, all right, we're gonna get into <sighs> our Fuck. our top twenty lists. Lists are are sealed. They're sealed. Okay. They're oh sealed. Oh my God. You, you,
1: give me You can't five. change them I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> 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 five minutes. Come on. <laughs> it's the, true. This is it. There's, no, I've, there's I've... no fucking with it anymore. It's over. So let's give the little pre... Yeah. Um, we got to preface these lists a little bit. Preface.
2: You know? We got a little preface. Uh, you go ahead with your
1: little preface. What do you want to okay. say before well, you do this? I found it almost nearly impossible to make this list at first. So I set up a couple guidelines for myself that, um, you know, just a wa- ways to help me kind of sort sort through and make sense of finding the list. So I, I don't think it was really an issue, but I was like, I probably wouldn't pick more than one movie from the same person, same like filmmaker. So for a lot of it, I feel like it was kind of like, I feel like the movies kind of fell in, but also maybe there were a few times where it was like, well, you know, not gonna put two, yeah. of, two of this guy, two of them, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So also, with that being said, I feel like just sort of naturally, which I guess is is sort of just like your favorite movies, but um, I feel like I gravitated more towards like um, like uh, influence or like personal importance, I guess. Where it's mm. like, these these might not be my favorite movies in the terms of, like, I've watched them, I've seen them all a hundred times, you know what I mean? I watch them every year, but but movies that made, like, a really big impact on me, especially when I saw them for the first time. So, yep. um, I feel like with that in consideration, sometimes, you know, things that maybe had a bigger impact aren't higher on the list, because sometimes mm-hmm. that, that uh, funness or rewatchability does that weigh that, so... It all funnels down. You have to make choices, but I would say that I leaned more in towards like movies that were like important or like I resonated with the most. You know,
2: no, that's that's great. I think, and you know, and obviously for everyone out there, this is this is for, let's just say this is for fun. This this list isn't uh, you know. Solidified. I mean, we we were constantly
1: changing it before we came oh, in no. here. This is locked in forever, Wes, and it's <laughs> it's always traveling uh, with you for the rest of your life. And you can't change it. now. No. It's our legacy. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I take back everything. No, no I'm, just I'm just kidding. kidding. Uh, yeah, I I just want to say that, like, I kind of similar thing too. I I went into this as like what I think were the top. Not necessarily my favorite. Okay. Um, so it might be a little different. Slightly different perspective. But I feel like. Mm. In a way we have. We sort of. Both sort of molded them together. As like. They're a mixture of our favorite films. Because you want to add like. Some of your favorite ones. Yeah. But also the ones that. Have had the most impact. And also I think. What ultimately. Gave out for my list. Was. At least for the top. Like. The top half were films that I think were not only like ones that I really resonated with, but ones that I really think in a world perspective Mm -hmm. have like the most impact or like really were uh, the most influential of its time and um, had impacts on like the industry. That's Mm -hmm. sort of how I saw it too. So we could keep talking yeah. about that all day. Like, you know, I just wanna just want to preface that like, this isn't my list of favorite films. No, Although, for I, sure. My favorite films are in here. Yeah. But like, they're not like my list of like you know the my my favorite films of all time yeah
1: it's like mouse hunt isn't on my list you know (laughs) it's mouse hunt a five out of five incredible film yes of course (laughs) you know (laughs) it's home alone a five out of five incredible film yeah yeah. it's not on my list you know but yeah but yeah i feel like it was uh it was an interesting thing honing it down too i feel like i kind of like I, I've made my, I don't know about you, but I made my roster of 20, like, pretty early on, and then it was all sorting, like, sliding them babies around. Like, I feel like I I got the mm. 20 down pretty early on. Um, okay. Kind of, like, kind of tried to do the first step, what are the movies that re- resonated with the most to me or are most important to me, um, also taking into account, like, a, a broader context, but then ordering them almost once you had that roster on like the ones that you you know what I mean I feel like that yeah came into I know I feel
2: like I had my like top 15 like solidified at uh-huh. least that those films I wanted in it yeah and then so I sort of rearranged was rearranging those but like my my bottom five they became like just so interchangeable that in a list of like 10 other films mm-hmm. that were going in and out of the list that I you know my top 30 is what I wanted to like cram into the 20, you know? Yeah. So there are many films that were like dropping between 15 and like 25 or, or even down to 30 and all those like, honestly, they're all kind of interchangeable at some point where they're just like, they're all like equal. I don't know how to do this. It's so Um, hard, especially
1: picking number one too hard. It's like, not, it's not even a definitive thing. I feel like,
2: it's not, not. I mean, none of it really is. I yeah. think it's more of, more of a grouping. Fuck
1: list. Lists are bullshit.
2: <laughs> you know what? Let's just not do this.
1: <laughs> Fuck my list. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, don't look at it. No, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So I was literally adding. I was adding like some films at the very bottom and trying to changing those out like mm-hmm. thirty minutes before we come came on here.
1: Oh yeah damn ah, stuff yeah. i was definitely yeah. i was i was shifting i pretty much made it came back to what i had like a week ago though um which i had had because we planned this and then you had to move so i had like a a somewhat roster and then i was like oh my god i got time so stressful I took a little break you know so i feel like i oh
2: yeah i took i took a
1: long break yeah from the list i feel like i threw my like manic swapping kind of arrived back at like a very similar layout that i had then um, which, yeah, just interesting, I guess. What are you gonna do? Yeah,
2: it was weird. And another thing too, I'll say is like,
1: I think, um, like
2: earlier this week, I was going through the list, and I realized like I had to like a lot of films that, um, I really think like have a lot of respect for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this has got these are got to be in there. I respect these films. And then like by the end, I think the list that I have now has just gone towards the films that, like, I just really kind of liked the most, like, near the end. Yeah. Like, I, I ended up adding more of those in and taking out the ones that, like, mm-hmm. feel should be in a top 20 and ended up going towards films that, like, like you said, were sort of more impactful to yeah. me. For sure. So, yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy thing to try and do. Uh, it's tough. Very tough. But we're going to get into it.
1: How many Number buckets have you sweat? I've sweat ten, maybe a maybe oh. twelve baker's dozen. I'm about there. I'm about there. A lot racking up my fourteen this is tough. bucket. This is rough. All
2: right. Even now, I'm just like, oh god. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Number twenty.
1: Oh wow, shit! Who's going first? Should I go first? Or I don't do you c- want to go first. I don't care. What were you gonna? Were you just gonna say one? You? I feel like you had it. You? Were I can say. It. I'll, I'll start
2: with mine. Okay.
1: I, just because I want to get it out. <laughs> uh,
2: my number 20. The All Lord time. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Nice.
3: Beautiful this film. This is a
2: movie, uh, that was, as I told you, my bottom list was going in and, out, in and out, in and out. And I dropped it, brought it back in, dropped it many times. But I kept coming back to it because it's like, it's just the greatest, to me, like one of the greatest fantasy films of all time. Definitely. And it's incredible. And we've talked about this before, like the fact that it's almost like the the, the trilogy too of mm. Lord of the Rings was sort of uh, the end of an era in a way yeah. where you have these like grand epic fantasy films shot on location, on film. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get this again. It's, kinda, it's we'll a miracle
1: ever... movie or trilogy. It really it is. is. A miracle. And I could have put any
2: of the trilogy in there. I mean, some people would put return to the King, but the fellowship is my favorite. And I think, I just think it's like a, just a great fantasy movie. So, yeah. um, that's my
1: number 20. All right. A good number 20. Great film. Good Yeah. S- uh... All right. My number 20 is Return of the Jedi. Um, oh, what? So I, uh, I feel like Star Wars is tough because it's like not even a movie. We've had this discussion before. So it's like, yes. where the fuck do you put Star Wars on the list? Because it was like, you know what I, I mean? Know. Definitely a big influential I thing. Know i love it i it's something that like i i don't think my love has gone down but i definitely you know i watched it like 500 times when i was younger so i i don't watch it as much anymore but when i do it hits right it's a banger you know and um so yeah i felt like it was too hard to place anywhere i placed it it felt weird so i'm just giving it the Mm -hmm. the it's on the list shout out at 20 because i don't know that's kind of
2: how i felt with lord of the rings yeah no for sure that's how Sim- I felt. Similar,
1: really similar 20 slot move. I Just like say. a little kind of like a
2: shout out. Like, it's yeah. in there. Where do you I know. put this? You know, I don't know. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, great pick. Great pick. Right. Yeah. Number 20, Return of the Jedi.
2: Okay. I'm actually shocked that you have Star Wars in there. Yeah, I really didn't think you would have any.
1: Star I felt Wars. like if I have to, it, it's it's too important in like my lineage of my movie watching. It is, you know
2: what I mean. You gotta think about it. It's Star Wars. How can you not think of?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you think of movies, it is like Star Wars. I mean, come yeah. on, it's like I have movies on this list I've seen like twice. You know what I mean? That had a lasting Same. impact. So Same. if Star Wars, Star Wars absolutely had a lasting impact on me. So if that's the yes. way I'm viewing this list, I feel like it has to be included you know what I mean yes
2: absolutely absolutely all right my number 19 Woo! this was a last minute finalization oh this is a this is a 30 minutes ago swap mm-hmm. okay let's but hear it one that I'm I, I totally don't regret and I feel I don't I feel confident in putting it in the, no country for old men banger movie it's a banger yeah it's a banger movie and when yeah. I was thinking about it, I was like, am I going to put that in there? And I was like, you know, it really kind of deserves it for me because it it did have a huge impact and it's Cohen Brothers, so I Ooh, wanted to include them in for, for me mm-hmm. and uh and it's it's just kind of a really interesting almost like perfect movie in its own way. Totally.
1: It's so precise uh, and tight. like
2: It's so precise and just fantastic. I can't really describe it any other way. Yeah. Um, it's a real winner. It's a great, great movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's my number 19 No Country for Old Men. Hell yeah. All right. My number 19 is 2001. Um. It's so another wow. tough one because I also don't know where to place this on a list because it's like an undisputed, like it's absolutely incredible. You know what I mean? Like oh, so it's weirdly, absolutely, incredible. it's like a transcendent movie in a way. It's like not a movie,
2: one hundred percent.
1: And yeah, I mean, definitely a movie that blows me away. That was a this the top ten is or the bottom ten is tough. I feel like I. It's, you know, switch the it's really We've, tough. It's We've prefaced interchangeable this a thousand like I times. We preface this. I don't need to say it every time. <laughs> <laughs> <It's tough. laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It was definitely a a big one when I saw it for the first time, which was because I wasn't allowed to rent Star Wars anymore from the library because it cost a dollar. So I had to pick <laughs> a free movie. I picked 2001, hey. and I was probably way too young to watch it. Probably. Not because like it, I mean, it's not really inappropriate. It's just like. I was kind of like, the fuck am I watching? You know what I mean? Oh, But it was kind of that first experience of that, of like, what the hell am I Mm -hmm. watching here? Like, movies are this? Like, this is crazy. So
4: I feel like it always stuck with
1: me in that way. It's also been a really special one to uh, go to the music box and see. They play it every year in 70 millimeter. I feel like that's kind of become like a thing to do, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a near and dear one. And it's also just like a fucking banger. You know what I mean? These are all bangers, right?
2: <laughs> Great pick. They're all bangers. Yeah. All of mine are are listed five stars on letterboxd Yeah, they got to be. Got to have five stars. All of my top 20 are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll just say cuz we're talking about that um there were some that like mm-hmm. were one and a, you know, five or four and a half or whatever that was mm-hmm. like flirting with putting in there and I was like I think I ultimately just ended up picking the five stars, the ones that like mm-hmm. I truly felt the strongest with. Anyway, For sure. Um, great pick. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Number all right. 18.
3: Number 18. <sighs> it's starting to get tough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number 18 is Before Sunrise. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Uh, just a great, great, simple, but just kind of a perfect little film mm-hmm. that um it's the most romantic movie i've ever seen definitely i think yeah. uh, it's, it's just two souls sort of caught in this moment that they find this connection and they go their separate ways and there's something just sort of inherently beautiful about that and um it's just, it's just, if you, it's five stars. <laughs> I can't describe yeah. it anyway. It is a five star movie, and I think probably Richard Linklater is uh, best film. And uh yeah, probably. And he's one, you know, he's a really good director. So
1: I thought um, you were, a, I thought you were a Bernie head. I thought you thought Bernie was his best. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Bernie no, actually. It's, it's pretty good, but it's no before sunrise. <laughs> I'm just making a bit, yeah. still in a bit. School of Rock, <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, so before sunrise, great film. Um, and we were even saying this like before we came on, I was like, I just Honestly, let's just push this back three months. Let's just rewatch all of these. Yeah, I need twenty let's days to rewatch.
1: <laughs> there were a few that I wanted to rewatch, and things that I thought might like, if I rewatch this, would I make the cup? But then I was like, if I rewatch this, am I going to force it on my list? And also, like, I don't want to just rewatch yeah. like two movies. There were two that I specifically wanted to rewatch, but I was like, you know what? Why am I watching two of these just to what? Just like, still flip flop them around a thousand times? Like, right. Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? I feel like it's going to throw me off more if I watch them. I'm not doing yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch all of them away. You watch none of them, you know?
2: <laughs>
1: totally, totally. Uh, that's mine, Before Sunrise. Great pick. Unexpected. <sighs> Liking it. Throwing it out. Um, My number 18 is Videodrome. Ooh. Fuck. Love Video Drum. One of my favorite. Why horror didn't movies. I put that on my list? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm dreading I think the thing I'm dreading most is forgetting something that you're <sighs> gonna say and just sweating. Like Well, but, that's one for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not to be like, what happened to you now is what I'm dreading the most. <laughs> but uh but, Great yeah. pick. Um I love Cronenberg. He's one of the, me too. the best horror filmmakers. And Video Videodrome was one of his first ones I saw. Um, definitely still my favorite. Don't know if it's his best, but it's my favorite. I think um, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. I think I agree with you on that. It's still a five-banger for me, but he's got a, a couple five-bangers in the bucket there. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty self-explanatory why it's good. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> am I already, like, <laughs> toasted? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Movie speaks for itself. Just say that on everyone (laughs) in the list. (laughs) Moving on. No, I mean, between the the prosthetics and I think also um, seeing it, it was in my – I watched it in a big horror boom in high school where I, like, first got into horror, and I was, like, watching everything. And I think it it stood above the rest and stuck out because of the, like, weird sort of, like, philosophical element. There's, like, a lot of stuff going on that isn't just – like straightforward, I guess. There's a lot of like weird. I don't know. I hadn't really seen anything like that. And like, it's a whole like b- the subculture gets discovered, and it's this whole like movement. It's this weird guy, and he's living on the image on tapes, and there's tapes and stomachs, and I don't know. The TV's has veins. It was like, it's just a really really bonkers movie, but very focused at the same time. And I think it's a yeah. very effective horror movie that also just has like. A really peculiar vibe even so like in in the, his movies yeah. i feel like it's like has that yeah. weird almost like fever dream like what do you what even's happening but everything kind of makes sense but everything doesn't yeah. make sense so i think it's really <sighs> effective at that
3: yeah
2: great man oh, that's just i uh i'm really regretting that i don't have cronenberg on my list it's
1: tough I'm sure I'm sure I forgot someone that I'm gonna be I actually just remembered a few minutes ago. I'm like, I don't have any of their movies on my list. Fuck. So. Yeah. Well, that's a so, great pick. Thanks.
2: I feel like we can kind of like both sort of share and, <laughs> yeah. our, oh like, that's oh, a great yeah. pick. I
1: would have put that on Wink yeah, yeah. I had twenty one. You know? We can <laughs>
2: blend we can blend our lists, you know? Yeah. Just blend them. <laughs> all right. Uh all right. So I guess number seventeen? Number seventeen. I picked uh, Fight Club. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh I just couldn't deny the impact this this film had on me mm-hmm. as as a younger oh, yeah. person. Uh I still think to this day that it's like I think it's an incredible like piece of like filmmaking.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
2: Um, aside from some of the like issues that have, you know, you know, since time has progressed, we've, you know, there, there are issues with it. There's, you know, toxic, toxic masculinity and, and, um, just a lot of like social issues, I think with it, but
1: I think it's also like reflecting on that a bit though. It's like self-aware. I think it is too. Yeah. I I,
2: definitely. And, and, but all that stuff aside, I, I think it's, I just couldn't believe the like craft of this film when it was, when I first saw it totally. and, uh, and, and the impact it had on me. I just, um, I just can't deny that. And mm-hmm. I still, I haven't seen it in a really long time actually, but um, I think it would probably still really hold up. And yeah. uh, I love Fincher. I love David Fincher. Fincher rules. I love his films. And that's probably the film that he's made that's had the most impact on me. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's why it's on my list. Totally. I mean, there's a reason it was such like a, you know, a giant thing when it came out. It really just, oh, like, yeah. it hit some nice, like stylistic pockets that were like just right, you know, for the time. And mm-hmm.
3: it's
1: really I've read the book.
2: I've read the, the, the sequel comic series. Mm-hmm. So you could oh, say shit. I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Fight
1: Club. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah,
2: thanks. Good
1: pick. All right, number seventeen. Woo, sweating. Um, Metropolis. Good slang.
2: Good one. I really, I. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna get spoiled. I I don't have that on my list, but I did uh, think about it. Swapping. It. it was whole, a swapper.
1: Hard one to leave out. Yeah, yep. it's just. That's a good pick. Just a fucking great sci-fi movie, I think. Also, mm. it um a lot of these are going to be like it really opened my eyes to this like world of cinema, you know. But it really did to an extent. <laughs> like I I feel yeah. like before I had seen that I I hadn't really watched anything that like engrossing number one long and two on that scale from that era. And just oh, like yeah. blown away by the fucking scale of that movie and the way that all the miniatures are incorporated and the special effects. And like, I don't know, I it really sent me on a it sent me on a Fritz Lang bender and um, <laughs> I liked everything I watched. Um, did we see that in Inzion together? We did. Yeah, because there was that the complete. That was the
2: first time I saw it
1: oh yeah hell yeah it's yeah, so good yeah because there, there was that uh kino like did like a complete there was like a new restoration there was like lost footage or whatever so it, it was looks that, great like extended cut or whatever and yeah mm-hmm. honestly cherish that memory it was such a good viewing at the uh at the nz it was amazing that was a good
2: time yeah it was a really good time Bad memories of memories of
1: oh yeah definitely there's a couple movies on here i saw at nz it's great. But uh yeah, love Metropolis, oh. love Fritz. And hence <laughs> what's that? Uh it's a little
2: some some hints I might be able to narrow down. Let's see and predict.
1: <laughs> um one of them I saw at Enzyon four times. Can you guess what it is? Whoa. Um yeah, I don't know. Not much else to say. It's a classic uh sci fi movie for reason. Fritz Lang rules. Um Yes. Yeah banger okay
2: great that is uh the 17s um we're gonna go ahead and pause there and uh we did ask some of our listeners if they would be willing to say whatever they wanted to say say something as a way we can all say goodbye and um so we have some 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 of our listeners decided to send us some clips And uh, we're going to listen to one from Dan McMahon right now.
5: What's up, Zach and Wes? This is Dan McMahon. I just wanted to say a quick thank you and congratulations for what is now years of Listen to Us Ran About Movies podcast. I had the pleasure of being on the top 10 films of 2017 episode, where we each had Phantom Thread as our favorite film of that year, as well as many other amazing movies like Dunkirk and Blade Runner 2049, which is still one of my favorite films of the last decade. So thank you both for your perspectives on all kinds of movies, from Zach's weird documentaries to Wes's Marvel and Star Wars movies that we both are so fond of, and I just appreciate all the years of entertainment. So thank you, and again, congratulations.
1: What a, what a good chap. Yeah, thanks, Dan. What a nice message. I really appreciate yeah. that.
2: Yeah, thanks, Dan. We really appreciate that. I can't believe that that was three years ago.
3: Yeah, that's Wait, pretty mind four, yeah, four years ago?
1: Yeah, Four years ago. Woo! Yeah, that's-, that's Fandom wild. Thread was four years ago? It feels like two years ago. Uh, yeah. It's fucked up. The past the past <laughs> two years are just a wash, right? So then, oh, two, two years. It was a yeah, year ago, either. but in our minds, because- Oh, I don't know. yeah. Ah, crazy. Yeah, that was a great episode. I I look back on it fondly, Dan, and thank you uh, for listening and for taking the time to send in that clip.
2: Yeah, likewise, and thanks for your loyalty, Dan. Really appreciate it. All right, well, we're gonna move on to number
1: sixteen. <laughs> <sighs> I'm heaving.
2: I think we should switch sides now. I think we should like each time switch oh, Okay. First. Yeah, that's
1: fine. I'm down with that. Since we have the brakes, that makes sense. Yeah. What the fuck? Sorry, there's just a tiny spring on my desk. It's like that looks like it belongs to something important.
2: That looks important. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, I had a quarter inch adapter break earlier. That's right. What it is? Anyway. All right. Woo, woo, woo. All right, number six, 16 16, right? We're at 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, sixteen for me is Tokyo Drifter, Shinji Suzuki. So this was a big one. I remember seeing it for the first time, being a total Criterion head, digging through all the mm-hmm. all the cr- crit bins, and um, this just being so refreshing, um, because it wasn't like, for lack of a better term, like stuffy. You know what I mean? It's just very fun and energetic and colorful, and it also um really opened up that whole yakuza subgenre which i just love so much fucking mm. love yakuza movies watch them a lot um always looking for new ones that are you know popping up new transfers new releases but overall Tokyo Drifter i love Sinjin Suzuki um definitely one of my one of my favorite boys um you know making that yakuza stuff and it's my favorite of his movies i'd say uh, it's just super fun. It's got a great look. and uh, it's, got, it's got a great look. The it's, best look. It's a great look. Everyone loves the look of Tokyo Drifter. That criterion <laughs> transfer. <laughs> Everyone loves Tokyo Drifter. It's <laughs> um, a pretty good impression. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Tokyo Drifter. It's a fucking banger. Great. Um... Uh, you know, I wish I uh,
2: could give that a real good watch. I, I think I the only time I really watched it, we sort of were casually watching it when I came over to visit you mm-hmm. many years ago.
1: Oh yeah, I think we tossed it on. It's a toss. We tossed it
2: on, and we were partying, so yeah. I didn't get to pay the most attention to it. <laughs> uh, uh, what I did see was fantastic, and um, it seemed like a great film. I need to like give it like a true watch.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I I, not to keep pointing out that it's, you know, the genre in general, but I feel like it's it's a genre that even throughout maybe having some unsavory aspects to its aging, it prevails based on its Mm. uh, its energy. You know what I mean? There's just always a lot of energy in movies like this and especially this one. Um, and I, yeah, I just appreciate that a lot, you know,
2: excellent. Excellent. Tokyo drifter. All right. My number 16 is there will be blood.
1: Ooh, shit.
2: Probably my banger. It's definitely, it's a banger. Okay, you got to say that. It's, <laughs> uh, it's my favorite P.T. Anderson film, mm-hmm. one of my favorite directors. Uh, and it was, I mean, he's he's made so many great movies, um, but There Will Be Blood is one of, m- and again, this isn't like my favorites, but I would say like it's in my top four, probably of favorite films of all time. Mm -hmm. um i think it's just fantastic it's uh it had such a huge impact on me when i watched it um from from the uh just like the feelings you get by watching it the um the vibe uh and and just just fall and and seeing and, and i also like tend to like get drawn to films that have to deal with like religion being corrupt I've, i mm-hmm. find a lot of uh, connection to that but uh deals with that and also deals with this like greedy oil man who's uh, who will do anything to uh continue to gain power and it's just so well performed so well shot um the the score is fantastic um just a truly memorable banger of a movie so hell yep. yeah there.
1: There will be blood. Hey, it's a great one. PTA. PTA. gang <laughs> All right, my number all fifteen. Right. Uh, all right. Jacques Tati's playtime. Oh. Which was scooting all around my uh, my bottom ten once again. Got us st- stipulated for some reason. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the the scale of this movie was really impressive and also a type of movie that I had never really seen on this scale before, which was really interesting to me that you can make mm-hmm. like like a goofy like for lack of a better comparison, like Mr. Bean, <laughs> you, know, or like just I don't know, like like physical comedy movie that on on this gigantic scale with this incredible production design, And this like amazing cinematography, like so reserved, all these like big lavish sets and um, the inner workings of what's going on. And it's just a very impressive movie. And it's also very funny. And it's got like a great... um... Hmm. It's got a great... And it's got... And it's great. <laughs> yeah. Getting... To- I am I already... I'm toasted already. It's well, a that's a strong beer. beer there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was the first of the Hulot movies I had seen. And then while I loved all the other ones I watched after, they all kind of paled in comparison. Because it mm. does... It just feels like such like an accomplishment in an interesting yeah. way. And yeah, just the... The fact that it could be as big as seeing, like, a giant building and you're seeing five different things happening simultaneously in the windows to, you know, him doing, like, a physical comedy gag with like a chair. You know what I mean? And, like, these things can coexist in the same movie together and it can all serve this weird, like, larger purpose of what it's trying to say. And I I just, uh... I don't know. There's just so much craft in it, and it's uh, very unique. And I think it's a special one. I think it's a very special film. Special. <laughs> so, yeah. Jacques Petit playtime. Right. Great, great.
2: My number 15 uh, Back to the Future. Oh, shit. Okay. 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 Uh... I just had to put this in my top 20 because it's definitely one of the most influential films for me. I tell you a little story about back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I first acquired this film and watched it uh, when I was very young. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but at, during a time uh, Burger King had uh, like, uh, they were there. You could buy VHS tapes nice. from them, oh, yeah. um, and they had like a multiple. They had—I don't even remember what the other ones were. But my eye was on this poster, mm-hmm. Back to the Future, and so I scraped and saved my allowance. Uh, and and this is when I was getting starting to get really into movies, and I didn't have access to a lot of films. Back in the day when you didn't have digital streaming or anything, you had to go (laughs) fucking find find these things. And so back to to the future, this thing just caught my eye, this poster. And so I went to Burger King and my parents took me there and I bought this VHS tape of back to the future and I brought it home and I watched it over and over and over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And to this day, it's still uh, just one of, it's one of my favorite movies. it's just it's fantastic. It's, yeah,
3: it's a, banger.
2: a perfectly entertaining movie. It's the pacing, everything it's iconic it's it's actually it's crazy that it worked because it on on so, so many ways it's it shouldn't have worked and in many ways it almost didn't. They reshot the whole movie with a different actor. <laughs> yeah. But um there's something about that movie that just resonates with me. Um it's it's funny, it's entertaining, there's action, there's sci-fi. It h- holds everything for Christopher me Christopher Lloyd. Um Christopher Lloyd. You have a DeLorean. It's just cool. It's <clears> just <throat> cool. So, Back to the Future number 15 for me
1: hell yeah all right number 14 my number 14 getting real tough now yeah it's tough (laughs) there's no going back baby no going back no all right my number 14 is a serious man the coen brothers oh um wow so yeah this is my favorite coen brothers movie for sure um it's a good one. This is the one. I saw this at Insion four times when it came out. Oh,
2: this is the one you saw? Because I just time.
1: fucking loved it. And I just, I didn't like, not ever, it was came out pretty early when we were there. It was like the November, I think, like right after, or sometime in the fall right after we started. And mm. I feel like I didn't, all the groups hadn't like met each other yet, but I was yeah. like kind of hanging out with a few different like groups of people. And I just would talk. I saw it, and I was like, "This movie's the best." And they go, "You want to go?" And I just go, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> I just saw it four times. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know why. It's just like the funniest. It's probably my favorite comedy. I just think it's absolutely really? hysterical. Uh, it is funny to the point where, like, there's humor in like the delivery of every line, and I guess it's kind of like the way that like. Maybe some people like view like or viewed Napoleon Dynamite as just like everything is funny. I just think a serious man just like literally everything in it to me is funny. Um, It's got that
2: real dark Cohen humor. Mm -hmm. And I
1: feel like it's the hardest they've gone comedy wise too. Um, But it's not flat out funny I would say.
2: It's yeah just, it's but, that like very it's like really it's, hard subtle humor
1: it's so dry i don't know why it's so it's, dry I, exactly i don't know just like thinking about like i don't know santana Braxis and like um <laughs> irving sussman and all these like names that are in it and uh yeah yeah cy Abelman and i don't cy know Abelman. just like oh
2: cy Abel. i like think-
1: cy able <laughs> yeah i'll think about it and just start laughing and um I've seen it so many times. It's one that I'll like just like always watch. And uh I don't know. All the performances in it are great. It has a really mm-hmm. distinct mood that I it don't does. think a lot of movies hit. So it's a nice weird weird little pocket and uh yeah, I don't know. I just it's I just find it absolutely hysterical and I also just think it's very well done. So your
2: It's a good pick. It's it's a great movie. Yeah. Can't uh, deny it. it's Um, I think I saw it with I know I actually didn't see it with you at NZM because we, that was sort of when we were kind of getting to know each other, not quite. Okay, yeah, I just joined the class or whatever. Mm-hmm. Full yeah, because
1: you joined a different month or whatever, right? You yeah, like I joined,
2: class. I yeah, I was behind you, then I like jumped forward because mm-hmm. of my past credits, but so I didn't get to see it with you, but you did introduce the Blu ray to me, and I think it was one of my first blu-rays i bought
1: nice hell yeah it was really early blu-ray era
2: yeah we watched it together and nice. and i've watched it many times since it's a great movie
1: yeah i love it so funny yeah What well, hell yeah pick.
2: thanks all right number 14 pulp fiction nice oh yeah can't deny the influence of this film mm-hmm it's uh had a huge impact, obviously, when it came out. It's an iconic film. It's um, what Quentin Tarantino's known for, and it's still my favorite Tarantino film. Hell yeah. Um, and I just... There's something about this film that's just... You can't quite grasp it. It is just like... It is nothing like anything else you have really seen yet it also has so many and obviously as Tarantino does references to things and he mm. pulls influences and kind of puts them all together and uh it's just fantastic I, I it's hard to describe other than that but um when i saw this movie when i was in high school i was really into films at the time and I was starting to discover all these films that have been out and films I hadn't seen and just sort of exploring and this one has always just stuck with me yeah, Uh, yeah. it's got a great vibe it's so fun Mm -hmm. and so violent and so uh, just uh, really iconic so yeah, yeah I could not put this in the list for me Pulp Fiction yeah
1: hell yeah good pick a little quick side rant you see that Ingl- yeah. inglorious bastards 4k you gonna buy no. that bad boy? Can't, it comes it came out yesterday i think What? gotta pick that shit oh. up you know what else came Definitely. out yesterday what green knight buddy you get that <sighs> green knight is out best buy has Are you it. serious they have it in stock at the best buy i haven't gone yet because i've been working but just 4K? curious yeah 4k U- 4k uhd baby it's not one of those like uh, it's not like Midsommar where it's like a forty five dollar, which is also very cool. I appreciate, but like, you it's know. a cool
2: release. But it come on, give us.
1: Yeah. I'm give getting us a little like tired a- of the fifty dollar four Ks. I'll buy yeah. one every now and again, but like, you know,
2: we're beyond that. It's like yeah. not that new anymore. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty standard actually.
2: Mm-hmm uh no that's fan that's fantastic i really want that both of them but definitely green knight
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i gotta go i gotta go pick them up gotta make a little blu-ray run you know
2: here's the problem though you know it's like when you don't have your own place yet it's sort of like that's tough i don't want to acquire new things yeah you know you're in 4k limbo I, i am in 4k limbo exactly
1: let me ask you this. the the They have a 4K TV there? The UHD player? They do, and I yeah. kind Oof, of claimed Thank God. It. No, just, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously.
2: Like, I, well, honestly, it was in their basement. Uh, and sad news, their basement flooded like months ago. And, and oh, it's no, been, that's terrible. It's been a terrible process to f- figure that out. They're tr- still trying to seal it. But the basement's all, like, torn up, and that's where they had their, like, nice 4K TV down there.
3: Oh, damn.
2: Nothing's really down there, but they had the 4K down there. And mm-hmm. so I was like, mm, you know, you, you got a spare kind of, like, living room over here. We could, like, have that for Zoe's little play area and a little side area for me to play video games and watch movies in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm so thinking I kind of claimed should, it.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking the yeah. 4K is good for Zoe because she yeah. likes the 4K. <laughs> If we could put she's, that... she's
2: used to the 4K. She watches Sesame you know, Street in 4K. Uh, she's not going to like it if you res her <laughs> Sesame Street. You got to watch it in 4K. She gets upset. It's a whole thing. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh that's so that's basically how I play it off. And yeah, no, so it's a, it's actually a great it's a great TV. Nice. So I Well, that's I've been able to watch all, all the stuff I told you about Foundation and mm-hmm. and um uh all the netflix shows and, and some horror stuff and 4k so that's been great oh yeah, yeah. nice yeah gotta keep my same level of
1: <laughs> yeah of, of 4k <laughs> consumption of uh, of complete
2: spoiled first class living <laughs> yeah totally. you know i gotta keep that going mm. um, just can anyway we,
1: can we just rant a little more about 4k this is the last time right okay sure this is a this month is the 4K renaissance. How much money you? This got? month? It's this month. It's all happening, Wes. Well, ta- all the movies that are coming
2: to theaters—that's what I'm like, kind of spending my money on. No, you that's know? true.
1: Yeah. You you got you got the complete Lord of the Rings Middle Earth collection, all extended cuts, all 4K. No special features though, kind of a bummer. That's a huge bummer. No archive special features, new special features, but you got to keep the Blu-ray.
2: Well, the new the new ones are probably just like, but like new special features now are such bullshit. Yeah, they're like not not the fucking appendices. You know, it's not. Yeah, the appendices of the Lord of the Rings (laughs) got those already on Blu-ray. Yeah, I like them in the 4K. But so I
1: don't want to have to keep both. But also, it's like I want the 4K Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So you got that coming out. You got Halloween, That's great. Halloween 1 through 5 coming out currently. 1 through 5? Yeah, I ordered them all, and they're all coming different times, and it's fucking so annoying because I watched 1, and I want to watch 2 and 3, but two's coming on the 22nd, and I already have 3, 4, and I think I got 5 in the mail today. So I'm waiting <laughs> for weeks to watch 2, and then I got to watch 3 movies. Anyway, um... Misery came out yes yesterday, as well as The Green Knight and um Glorious Bastards. Wow.
2: Here's the thing too: I have I bought some stuff before I moved, mm-hmm. and and I have some horror stuff like I have the Friday the Thirteenth collection. Oh yeah, but it's in storage. Oof, it's in storage. I can't watch it this month. It that's sucks.
1: devastating. You got to pull that out of storage, bud. Let's, let's go
2: get the storage unit, bring down, give them 48 hours so I can get that Friday the 13th collection. Hey! <laughs> I'm getting it out.
1: You got last, last week you got Dune, UHD, David Lynch ah. Got that. You got Universal Classic Monsters, 4K box. Okay. Well, that's very tempting. Next week, you got Silence of the Lambs, Scream, Demons 1 and 2 all coming out of wow okay week after that deep red from Dust till dawn week after that indiana jones week after that the Shut outsiders up. week after that moholland drive all the mad max uh,
2: movies well moholland drive was that's coming to the criterion right Four yeah games. that's amazing i kind of want that
1: i definitely getting that. Yeah, they
2: definitely want that, yeah. <laughs> and then the
1: week after that, Citizen Kane, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Uncut I Gems. I want those. Menace Society, maybe an actually good Terminator 2 4K. Like, this is, it's fucking nuts. Krampus. It's crazy. R-rated cut. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. The Red Shoes. Wolf of Wall Street. Robot Carnival. Karate Kid. Hard Target.
2: I'm shocked that all these are coming out, like... It's crazy. And a, and a medium that
1: you ca- I kind of felt was dying. I thought, like, uh, two months ago, I was like, shit's fucking dead. Like, the boutique, like, Arrow's putting out. It's like, I'll buy the Dune 4K for $45 or some stupid bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah. fine. But, <laughs> fine, fuck, I'll buy Flash Gordon for $30, $40. Bucks, you know what I mean? Whatever. But. Probably looks amazing. It looks great. You already have it. Yeah. But. It was getting to that niche, niche level where it's like everything's totally. so expensive. I'm not going to get everything anymore because you kind of got to, like, pick one thing. You know, you can't get through Right. Things, you got to pick one thing. It's opening it up. Shawshank just came out. Unbreakable. Clockwork Orange. The no Thing. No way. I got the box. All vo- those are 4K? Yeah, those are all out. Those came out last month. Star Trek the 1 thing? through 4. Yeah. I got the Star Trek box set 1 through 4. This is wild. We haven't talked in a while. I feel like it's literally been since our last cast. 4K is yeah. blowing up. Like, it's popping off. They're all coming wow. out, baby.
2: Are they, It's like, what are the, st- like, the same
1: studios? Like, yeah, what's, well, what's the cause? Sh- Shout Factory is getting into a big with um, the John Carpenter stuff. Because they also That's have amazing. been putting out reissues of, like, They Live, Prince of Darkness. Those have been out in the UK for a while. But you can get them at like yeah. Best Buy now. They're just like, they're out there, which is cool. Um, yeah, I feel like Universal kind of got back into it. They're putting out all the like Universal Monsters, you know, Kino, yeah. another big one. Kino doing like Misery, Silence of the Lambs. Um, then you have Criterion, which started up. Criterion also. That's that's the like real big one. They're jumping. That's into the a
2: game. huge. Finally,
1: God, that's- fucking about time. Been holding out on Uncut Gems for so long. I was like, it's gotta come out on four K, right? Yeah. It's worth getting that one. To, absolutely. I'm getting all the four K's. No. Alright, so, let's let's Yeah, sorry. Long rant, you know, just gotta it's the last no, episode that's what we do. Gotta gotta tangent a little bit, talk about physical media, you know what I mean?
2: And also maybe some of the listeners will uh buy into it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you got, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so uh, Kelly Harriot, she's been on the show, I think, twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at least. And a uh, good friend of mine, but she gave us, she uh, sent us a clip, so we're going to listen to that now.
4: This is Kelly Harriot. I was invited on Listen to Us Rant About Movies for the episode on The Last Jedi, I was really excited for the chance to talk about it with Wes and Zack because I had so many mixed feelings about it and I really wanted to get into it with other cinemaphiles, not to mention other huge Star Wars fans. I think my favorite part about that show was when, I can't remember if it was Wes or Zack, but we were discussing the scene where Leia uses the Force to save herself from space. And one of them mentioned that she looked like Mary Poppins as she was flying through space. And now that's the only thing in my mind whenever I even think about that scene. I even liked that moment, but I had to admit, she did look like Mary Poppins. It was a fair call.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Really good.
2: (laughs) Really good. Uh, That was, I believe that was you, Zach yeah that said that
1: yeah (laughs) i Uh, mean it is pretty mary poppins vibe
2: (laughs) but that was a that was a great episode a really good discussion i mean last jedi i mean we all know that's a that's one for for that was a
1: doozy and i think we all knew it like when we all saw the movie before we recorded i was like this one's gonna Mm -hmm. be a doozy (laughs) like this is gonna be a thing (laughs) yeah so
2: that's a whole other thing we don't have to get into right now but um, thank Thank you, Kelly, for, for yeah. sending that to us. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to get into the next ones. We're moving on. Number oh, 13. Number 13. All right. <laughs> and uh, this time... You go first. Uh, I will be... Thank yeah, I will fucking be
1: God. Not that I can change my list at this point, but
2: I don't you know can, why. can, but... Uh, <sighs> this is one i had to include the shawshank redemption nice
1: it's a banger movie yeah it's a great one it's a great classic and it came out on 4k like three weeks ago get on it bud
2: i'm gonna buy that (laughs) uh it's just the best prison break film ever and uh it's it's well regarded as as one of the greatest films, and I think it's it's well um well deserved. It's a film that when it came out on DVD, I watched many many times. Totally living with my parents.
1: Um, Great Sunday movie, Sunday afternoon, baby. It's,
2: it's like a perfect Sunday movie. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a perfect Sunday
1: movie. You got 10 Robbins, Morgan Fremone, you know, Fremone <laughs> <laughs>
2: What was the first? How'd you say the first one? Tim Beans? Tim Robbins. Ra- Tim Robbins.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tim Ra- beans. Yeah. Tim Robbins. Ra- uh, yeah. I I there's not much to to say on this. It's just, it's if you haven't seen it, watch it. I, I think most people have. But uh, Shawshank Redemption. It's a great movie. Five stars. I don't know. Why I'm <laughs> trying to convince myself. <laughs> yeah. No, it it's is.
1: good. I'm telling you, it's good. It's my number 13 pick. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm getting toasty. <laughs> yeah, I am. I seriously am. <laughs> no, good pick. Good pick. Oh, thank you. you. Alright, you're number All right. 13. My number 13 had to get some, some Kurosawa on here somewhere. But I feel like my uh-huh. cur- my favorite Kurosawa recently dethroned. But high, really? and, low, high and low. Just the fucking, like, tightest thriller i've ever seen and also probably like the big a big like marker for the genre moving forward of the whole like procedural mystery type deal but um i don't know i watched i i liked it when i saw it for the first time but i also Which was, wasn't
2: that long ago i feel like didn't we talk about it on the podcast
1: i rewatched it i got it on blu-ray last year um okay and rewatched it and the time I had seen it previously I was like just getting into his movies and everyone's like oh it's one of his best but it was one of the only ones that I was watching at the time that wasn't like a samurai movie so I was just yeah. like, I just want to watch the samurai shit which I absolutely yeah. love and is what got yeah. me into him in the first place but um I feel like I when I watched it last year I just had like a whole new newfound appreciation for it that was just like man like what a just fucking like perfectly executed movie and hearing about some of this fucking shit that he did to like get some of the shots is just seriously mind blowing like i watched a a documentary after about the making and there were like the the a lot of the movie takes place in this uh apartment or house that's up high on a hill and has a big open like glass wall that like looks out over the whole town. And they had cars miles away with giant lights strapped on the cars driving around to get the boca right in the background I of a close up. Yeah, or yeah. like they asked like a uh, family to like remove the top of their house so he could get a shot of the train. And that's like just crazy fucking, production like for just like simple blood. shots. Yeah, <laughs> And it's like, yeah, maybe like if I was the person who lived in that house, I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But also Akira Kurosawa isn't the one knocking on your door. But you he was I mean? a legend. He was a yeah, legend. He's an absolute he legend. Movie. And yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. And it's a thing where it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty crazy. But honestly, all that shit paid off because I did notice it. You know what I mean? And just thinking about the attention to detail in kind of, like, every aspect of that movie. It's just, like, such a masterpiece. It's so good. And it's also just incredibly entertaining. Fucking flew mm. by. It's just uh, definitely one of the best, like, crime thriller movies I've ever seen, if not the best. So, wow. High in love. I need to see it still. Yeah, it's a great one. Next crit sale, pick that baby up, you know?
2: Well it's Kurosawa. He's amazing, so Hero. All right. Uh I guess we're getting into number twelve. Yeah. Twelve. All right. Uh so my number twelve is Jaws. Nice. Jaws.
3: Jaws.
2: Another iconic film. Uh it still holds up. It's a fantastic film. Uh jaws is truly terrifying and and and, and just the 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 balls of of the filmmaking is just so res- you know respectable. Yeah. Um and going out on onto the ship having the live mechanical shark uh, fly onto the boat, like wow! It's wild. It's fucking a, wild. a director at the uh, going all out and Spielberg, mad respect. I mean, it, uh, it's 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 crazy. No wonder you got so famous after the film. Yeah. Um, so good. So many good lines. We need a bigger boat. Um, great and great cinematography. cinematography is fantastic the push-pull shot Mm -hmm. you got so many great shots out on the water um the the little moments the scenes and i really think too like as a fan of spielberg he's not like my favorite director or anything but you know i do respect him oh yeah and of course how could you not but um when you when you go back and you w- just like watch the film, just like some of the scenes of just people talking, um, are so well executed in their direction. Mm. Uh, the blocking—that's where you really start to build his style. And you can really see it there. I don't know. This is something that I've noticed. Um, I just love. I just love those. The, even the, the the scene with um, the the father and his son. Before he heads off onto the boat, mm-hmm. little little moments like that are just so well executed. The time when they're talking about their stories on the water before the shark starts to attack the boat, so many great, so much great stuff. And then when the shark actually starts to attack,
1: yeah, it's crazy.
2: It's fantastic. Um, anyway, I'm just going on and on. Oh, you're But, fine.
1: but, Joss, great film. Great film got another classic cinema classic coming up at number 12 on my list oh yeah the thing john carpenter love the thing incredible horror movie kurt russell one of my favorite actors yes john carpenter fantastic horror director definitely an early one of um Kind of realizing that horror was like maybe a little classier than I thought in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this movie for the first time uh, when I was pretty young. And I was me probably too. in like, well, uh, it's probably in like sixth grade maybe or fifth grade. But um, I think I was probably around the same. It was, uh, I went to Blockbuster to rent a horror movie on Halloween and it was the only one left. So There's the only you know, one left? Yeah, which uh, now thinking about it, it's like, damn, that was the only one left. It was so much trash there. You know what I mean? I know. But it was right? like, that was like the one. So we were like, okay, I guess we're renting this, oh, you wow. know? And it was like, damn, this thing's cool. <laughs> you know, like this movie's yeah. cool as fuck. Um, and yeah, I feel like every time I watch it, it just, it's, it's the best. Like it's just so well oh, yeah. executed um, for what it is the The score so minimal, the look looks incredible. Great performances, yeah. great prosthetics. Score, what a winner! What a winner! The thing is, the horror in the horror genre. What you know,
2: it actually, it really pains me that I don't have that on my list because I've. Well, for one, here's a crazy thing: it's like in my top ten f- favorite films of all time.
1: Well, it's, it's not on in
2: list. my top. But it's not in my top 20 films of all time yeah what's that, that
1: about come I on i don't know you re- you referenced another list before it's like what's that secret favorite list Wes?
2: <laughs> uh it's a hard one it's um, tough you these expl- all intermingle yeah we but ex-
1: we explained our process you're fine I'm we just, did i'm just ribbing you yeah i know it's fine uh
2: <laughs> it's a really good pick i mean it's i love i love the thing i love the thing
3: yeah <laughs>
2: i watch it every year i think most Mm -hmm. octobers i watch it so yeah staple yeah (laughs) really good all right
1: fuck Um, Fuck. under 11 huh number oh fuck (laughs) taking it out of me (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) fuck.
2: all right yeah number 11 uh oh it's me yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs>
1: are we gonna make it to number one i don't know it's like damn at first i was like oh yeah we probably don't have time to talk about what we watched there's like way too much to even get into it now i'm like damn we're at number 11 like i'm toast baby uh, <laughs> seriously my brain's mush all right oh, yeah. my
2: number 11 is the empire strikes back nice hell yeah had to include Star Wars too. Figured it would be um, on there somewhere, you know, your Star Wars theme. Yeah, I'm a, I am a big sucker for Star Wars. Hell yeah. I mean, I think for most people, definitely me, I'm speaking for me, it ha- uh Star Wars. It's oh yeah. It's like one of the biggest influences of my life. Mm-hmm. Um and The Empire Strikes Back is you're you're a jedi baby i'm a empire baby Mm -hmm. um i love the empire strikes back and i mean i think the consensus is that it's the best i don't it's the better
1: it's the better movie if if you're like if you're saying which one is like a better constructed technical Mm. piece i would say it's the better movie
2: that may be true but it's also just my personal favorite Mm -hmm. um I, I, it, for me, it's got, it's got the reveal. It's got the Vader reveal. It's got, it's got Yoda. It's got, um, I mean, it's got, uh, Hoth. It's got Mm -hmm. my favorite scenes in it. So, uh, and it's just, it, it took a concept, excuse me, of Star Wars, which is undeniably changed cinema forever. Undeniably. Um, and took that and uh, Irving Kishner came in and directed the second one and I think elevated it completely and and brought it into like really bringing it into that Star Wars feel that we all know and love Um, it's just an iconic movie I've seen millions of times I love it Uh, and um, that's why it's on my number 11
3: Hell yeah.
2: Yep.
0: Fucking good pick.
1: Thank you. Alright. <sighs> My number 11 is Strosek, the Herzog film. Hmm. Um, Herzog, definitely a big one for me. Um, He's a big influence for you. Yeah, I love Herzog. And while I maybe don't agree, maybe the practicality of life has interfered somewhat. But... When I was younger, I feel like his, um, his mentality was uh, just so inspiring. Just like, go out, make a movie. What's stopping you? Nothing. You know what I mean? Um, so definitely a big influence on me. And I felt like when I first got into him, you're, you read about his movies and you watch maybe some of the docs. Or primarily Aguirre and Fitzcarraldo, which are both incredible also probably five out of five movies. But I feel like after watching some of those bigger sort of like grandiose ones, I saw Strosek and I I was almost, it was like, it's a weird thing where it's like, you can definitely tell it's the same language. Like the filmmaker is there and like present, but it's also just like so different. You know what I mean? And it was a, it was an interesting thing for me. Um, sort of going from these like you know like Fitzgeraldo like down the Amazonian river and you have all these like extras of these tribes helping pull a boat over a mountain it's like so fucking crazy you know what I mean and then yeah. you're then it's like a guy playing an accordion in like a like a fucked up like trailer <laughs> you like apartment built you know what I mean it's like <laughs> and um just seeing the way that his style was kind of implemented on like that smaller story um, was really uh, I think a big one for me seeing it and uh, it also just has a great it's uh, a great uh, story with uh, interesting things to say that resonated with me as well so
3: it's
2: a good great. one great director
1: yeah
2: one I haven't seen
1: Our boy Werner or- oh yeah you should check it out
2: I'm going to also insert a, a little thing that I want to
1: <laughs> modify for later. <laughs> What's that? Irving K-
2: Irving Kirshner. I said his oh, yeah. name completely wrong earlier. <laughs>
1: nice. I'm glad I'm Irving not alone. Irving Kirshner.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I said Kishner. I don't know why I said that.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well,
2: we're going to go ahead and go to um, another clip for one of our listeners. Um big loyal fan of ours um and and good
1: friend to zach yeah all around Uh, just a beautiful boy let's take a listen hey zach and wes love the show sad to see it go i always enjoyed hearing you get toasted and rip into a movie i'll miss the rants and i'll miss ronnie the most good luck to you and your future endeavors sincerely alex lundy thanks alex yeah thanks bud
2: uh really appreciate the kind words that was great uh we're all gonna miss ronnie aren't we (laughs) yeah
1: ronnie's one of the best and uh it's all sad you know to see him go but this doesn't mean the end for ronnie you know what i mean we can still hang out grab a beer or something (laughs) He's in town. hang out yeah yeah maybe ronnie will meet us up meet us for a flick we can meet in the middle of um michigan and chicago ronnie is a great thing in the third middle Cause he's based in the mid south somewhere. Um,
2: so. he's pretty private, yeah. We don't really ask him, but uh, yeah. So, thanks again, Alex. Um, and we're gonna, we're in the top 10 now. We're in the top 10. This is fucked. We're halfway there.
1: All right, <sighs> wait, You're does gonna, that mean I start st- this time?
2: You start this time.
1: Oh, god, you start this time, All bud. Right. All right, my number 10, The Act of Killing. I knew you'd have this on your list. Yeah, well, it's just fucking rules. I
2: feel like uh, (laughs) this is maybe
1: the the most affected I've ever been by a movie, watching it. Like, seriously, I know I told it on here before, but I watched it with my buddy Sean. We just, like, both went home, texted each other, like, a while later, hours later. It's like I haven't done anything. <laughs> just sitting here thinking about that movie we just watched, you know, like we canceled plans because the movie just fucking like wrecked us so much. And it, I seriously plans. think it's like the most successful documentary I've ever seen in terms of like setting Very out effective. to to accomplish something and what you're it's just like like how do you even like How do you even get that footage? It's absolutely mind-blowing. And it's also something that I think at the time was uh, really influential to me because it has a very interesting sort of like meta angle with the documentary. And it was just kind of like a new – I mean it's it's formed very much like a film. So it's not like a new media. But it just felt very new and fresh and like nothing I had ever seen before really. Um, Yeah. And while, very unique. Well, also having like a lot of important things to say and making that mm-hmm. movie sometimes like funny. Weird. Like, I like yeah. laughter and it's like fucked up. And <laughs> it's like, how did they accomplish that? And I don't know. Like, I, I know that that director, Joshua Oppenheimer, he spent a lot of time like living there and steeping mm-hmm. himself in that story and meeting people and like spent a lot of time making the two movies. Look of Silence, also incredible movie. Um, yeah. So, but that one. that shows, you know what I mean. It, you can just tell that it's a culmination of some of sorts, and um, I don't know. i was just very impressed by it, and it's it's very unique, very unique film that I appreciate very much.
2: It transcends the documentary mm-hmm. genre. Yeah, it it's a work of art and and in of itself. Um, Absolutely, and it's. It's a great pick. It's a really fantastic. Uh, it's it's like one of those like films where you're just like, this exists.
1: Yeah, it's kind of unbelievable. <laughs> you know, yeah. like this
2: this exists. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah,
1: I think it's also nice probably one. no spoilers, but I think it's also the newest movie on my list in terms of like release. Oh, dates. really? Yeah, which I just thought was interesting. But um. That's fair yeah, to say. Definitely, uh, I don't know. Most affected I've ever been watching a movie, probably.
2: Wow. All right. Okay, number ten for me. Goodfellas. Hell yeah. Fox. I mean, I, I got it got Scorsese. It's just, uh, it's the it's it's my favorite gangster film, mm. and um. I think it's just, uh, it really is kind of a masterpiece in that genre. You have incredible talent, incredible director, top of their game, giving, giving it their all and just giving like a really great story.
1: Yeah. It's the best. It's just so fucking good. It's, it's so fucking good. It's the type of movie that if someone's watching it and you walk by and you're like, I'll watch this for a second goodbye oh, to yeah. two and a half hours <laughs> like mm-hmm. i will watch the whole thing if i see if i see it's more than so 30 good. seconds i'll watch the whole movie <laughs> like...
2: oh yeah it's so it's magnetic it mm-hmm. uh it, it draws you in um it's incredible yeah i can I, I i feel the same way like i'll see like if i see it on tv or something i can i can drop in any point mm-hmm. you know and, and be like, it, I'm baby. i'm in i'm yeah. sold yeah what, so, what more can I say? Yeah. It's um, fucking rules. My favorite Scorsese film. Good Fellas. Fantastic. Hell yeah.
1: Real winner. All right. My number nine is uh, Fantastic Planet. Figured this might be on your list somewhere. Yeah. This was a big great, one for me. Great film. So it's a cool. Big one for you. I feel like it's another one. You know, a lot of these just, like, really changing the way I, like, you know, like, view cinema. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's true. It sounds stupid, but it's, like, you know. is No, but it's it's true. It's true. I feel like I had never seen an animated movie like that before. And it was just absolutely mind-blowing. The way, like, how (laughs) abstract it was. There's just, like, a dialogue with scene where, like four aliens yeah. like absorb into each other and then float away in bubbles <laughs> it's like what <laughs> you know
3: what it's i mean incredible. Like,
1: yeah but it's like incredible, it's also not just like <laughs> stupid you know what i mean like i feel like right, a lot of stuff um it'd be very easy for a movie like this that's animated to just become like like a silly goof like oh look we can draw whatever we want you know but it somehow but nowadays feels... i feel like it would be like
2: it'd mm-hmm. get like too comedic or crazy or like we're being weird. Ha ha ha. Yeah. You know,
1: it's just, um, I don't know. You can, t- it's, it's very, it's focused in an interesting way. And, um, came from a good era. Yeah, totally. Also great score. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so around the time I was starting to getting into like making music. And I feel like it was mm. a big, uh, influence there as well. Um, yeah, that I saw it the first time, but, yeah, fantastic planet. Absolutely love it. Um Banger. Great great director. Good pick.
4: Oh, yeah. All right.
2: We're on number nine now. Yeah. Uh well, off the bat, this one and the next one after this, um, they're just some of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie has had a huge impact on me. I love this film, <coughs> Alien.
1: Alien? Sorry, Alien. I coughed right when you said it. Yeah. Yeah, incredible.
2: Uh, it's it's incredible. It's uh it it changed space films and and horror in, in many ways. Um, I can watch this movie over and over again. Uh, I can always pop it on. One of my favorite um, franchises, as well. Yeah, uh, totally. But the 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 top the top and the best of them all still is the first Alien, Ridley Absolutely. Scott. His best movie, probably. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it had just such a huge impact on how I viewed sci-fi. Uh, after that point. Um, and it's got a vibe that is an aesthetic that um, is one of my favorite aesthetics in film. And it's something that um, I just want to live in, you know, mm-hmm. the aesthetic of the seventies sort of like clunky, like technology, yeah. the, like um, white
1: room with like yellow buttons everywhere. Oh
2: yeah. Yellow button lights, lights, and like the clunky tech 70s technology with screens mm. um, and the old like text computers, um, but in space and like a terrifying. I, I don't know why I want to live in this, but yeah, I was, uh, I was gonna come
1: right <laughs> to that. It's like you want to live in like yeah. weird, slimy like space. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucked up. What I'm <laughs> in the head? Uh, I don't know. Wasn't gonna nitpick
2: us, uh, let you say your thing, but you know. <laughs> No, there's something just I'm really drawn to it, like just that aesthetic. And but it's also so terrifying too, like mm. having that. Um, and if any of you like this aesthetic that I'm describing, uh, you really need to play Alien
1: Isolation. It's a video I saw that game. I that's on Switch. I need to get that. I haven't Dude, played
2: it. It's it's incredible. It's so not to get too off track, but it takes that. The best part of Alien, like that aesthetic, that feeling that you get from being uh, in the movie and watching the movie and going on the spaceship and it's sort of eerie and like quiet and lonely. They take that and perfect it in video game form with Alien: isolation. So mm-hmm. It's fantastic. The music's amazing. You feel like you're playing an alien and it's it, it's a direct sequel as if none of the other movies existed. So Alien didn't know one. that highly recommend but um, yeah so big fan love Alien love the franchise that's my number
1: nine hell yeah good pick alright my number eight wait number nine I did my number nine I'm going first this round my oh, number nine was okay. Fantastic Planet oh right okay yep Go ahead. My number eight, Flashboard. Flash! Dun, 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 ah. What are you gonna do, you know? <laughs> I love it. I do, do I, I know why? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. This has just always been one since uh, since I saw it the first time. Just fucking love this movie. It's just so fun. It's really dumb. Is it is it's it a so better... dumb, but so Is good. it a better movie than Jacques Tati's Playtime? Probably not, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but you know i i don't know i just always really fucking loved it i think it's a weird it's just like a weird mash of like really interesting and like so dumb at the same time like the main it's character so bad, flash is such so a bonehead you know yeah but and then like max von it's like a bonehead versus max von like. and i don't know it's just like the score is so cool flash gordon quarterback new york jets <laughs> yeah, new york jets <laughs> uh it's just and like Hans, a quarterback in space han zarkov is so funny and like the score is great so colorful oh, yeah. all the miniatures so Sultan and the, all the like wing people it's just so much fun and great like, 70s fantasy it's sci-fi. just yeah, yeah it's just so fucking fun i love it and, um, I've just always had like a, just a strange affinity for it since I saw it for the first time. So flash Gordon.
2: Hey, great pick.
1: Never thought I'd have some Mike Hodges on my top 10. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Uh, my number eight, um, I think this is one, if not, uh, let me say, remember. <laughs> Um, this one is probably my favorite movie. I think. Um, Wait, your number, just, your
1: number eight's your number one, Wes. What's going it's, on?
2: It's my favorite, okay. not the top.
3: Okay, okay.
2: Um, The Shining. Nice. I I love this movie, and I. I'm a huge fan of Stanley Kubrick. He's had the most influence on me of any director. I think, Mm -hmm. um, when I started to get really into cinema, I, I started watching his films and I really latched onto him because I was just like, I didn't know movies like this could exist. Mm. This, um, the way he directs them and the way that they're shot and they're so meticulous and perfect and um i mean it's kubrick but the shining i love horror movies and the shining has always been just like one of the most terrifying movies to me um scary as hell very scary it's fucking hair scary as hell uh and i just love it so the shining so iconic so um terrifying and just one of
1: my favorite films so yeah, yeah great sure. uh scatman crothers performance you know <laughs> <laughs> so- it's true though what do you not like him in the movie <laughs> yeah he's great <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> no that shining is such a banger i need to watch it's such a banger uh, i I gotta watch it it. for this month Uh, yeah do you have the 4k uh
2: i do have the 4k and it's one of the best best looking 4ks that i have looks
1: so fucking good it's unbelievable it looks
2: amazing i uh, last year actually um and hopefully some of them are listening we uh, some of my friends um last year around this time they came over. And I had a watch party, and there, for a while I was doing watch parties because mm-hmm. I had like a bunch of 4K Blu-rays, a yeah. nice TV, and got sound system. Like, come on, I want to share this, you know? Like, yeah. let's watch fucking movies. Um, one of them was we watched The Shining. It was on 4K, and I think every all of us were just sort of because I hadn't watched either, so it was the first time I seen it on 4K, mm-hmm. and some of them had never even seen the movie before. Oh so shit! So that was. It was uh, mind-boggling for everyone, and it looked so good. It sounded so good. um, And, yeah, so definitely pick up the 4K if you like the movie because it looks amazing. It looks like it was shot fucking yesterday.
1: Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Pretty, it's pretty unbelievable how good the 4K looks. It's, it's pretty it's wild. It's a great transfer. Yeah. I, I want to pick up that Clockwork Orange one just because of how good Yeah, it's I want to get that one, one too hard to find yeah though. that'd be a good one
2: be a good one to get yeah it's another that also there doctor strange was out
1: too i didn't know that i, saw I did that see that there.
2: yeah i did i saw that I was out yeah
1: interesting but anyway all right strange, number eight great pick all right my number seven fellowship of the ring
0: <gasps> oh
1: I was hoping you'd have it on here somewhere. It's a miracle. We talked about it earlier. It's a miracle movie. And I feel like every time I watch it, I appreciate it way more. Um, Same. I mean, when, you, when I saw it when it came out, like when I was young, it was just like, well, this is just unbelievable. It's crazy yeah. how much of an instant classic it was. Because it, it really was. And yeah. it really just is sitting. If it was made a year before or a year after, it would not be as good it was the perfect perfect time to make it. It's mm-hmm. pretty perfect, honestly. Like I'm sure so there's flaws, but like it's balancing what it does. It's seriously unbelievable. Um the team that they got all the writers and stuff are so good watching the appendices. Just the amount of like oh, passion no. that so many people put into this, you can tell. Like it's just one of those oh, things yeah. like It all comes across on screen because you can really tell that they cared. And it's so fucking good. Like, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. I know. And, yeah, I don't know. Fellowship's always been my favorite. But what were you going to say? Me too. I was just going to say,
2: down to everyone cared so much, like, down to the very finest details Mm -hmm. of... The jewelry, the the, the, the yeah. swords, the clothing. There was the, a sword, a
1: guy who just smelted swords. on, on yeah. and That's all he did is just make swords. It's but like, they're that's incredible. amazing. E- they look but so each good, they're un- iconic.
2: Each one's unique and yeah. iconic. He brought life to these swords from these characters. These, there's no descriptions of those in the books. No. But you know what they look like from the movies. If
1: you showed Sting. me Gandalf's sword, Aragorn's yes. sword, Frodo's sword, and Legolas's sword—I guess that's kind of a wild card—but I could definitely pick all of them out. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, one hand hands and it's like—I mean, I saw—I watched them last year, but before that, it had been years. And honestly, if I hadn't watched the last year, I could still pick them out. Like yeah. everything is just so iconic. Everything is so perfectly like production designed and pace the score the score unbelievable the visuals like the cinematography unbelievable
2: the cinematography special amazing. effects and the then perfect, the locations
1: yeah locations it's the perfect marriage of practical and digital there's yep. like of yeah the giant troll cg it plays fine because it there's 20 practical orcs surrounding it and then yep. they escape and there, there's a helicopter shot of 15 people on a mountain peak you know what i mean like it's amazing like it's It's just so amazing the scope is unbelievable it's a miracle movie i don't know how it exists and it's like it's seriously it's the like the last like classic of that caliber i feel like i don't know when there will be another one we've talked about that yeah it's so good
2: yep so good great one
1: great one i'm so proud of you for putting that on the list <laughs> couldn't deny it it's the best i it's another one i'll watch it anytime like it's so watchable me too that's the thing it's 9 hours i don't know i mean i've done it at least 4 times in my life watched them all in one day all the extended back to back and it's oh, fun a great experience. and i don't get bored <laughs> like how's that a thing you know what i mean i like, know what a fun
2: thing, too. I've always wanted to get, like, really into it. Like, um, like I'd love to, like, one day do, like, a whole event party kind of thing where it's, like, we mm-hmm. make a lot of food, like, of the Lord the, of the of Rings yeah. food. You know, like...
1: Lambus bread.
2: <laughs> yeah, lambus bread, you know, like, tavern food, like, stew and, like, ale yeah. and just, like... Mm-hmm. I love that shit. I love it. be fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, anyway, that's I think it's one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Definitely. And I think also the fact that The Hobbit was so disappointing really speaks to how special it was and how much I think mm-hmm. it was like lightning in a bottle at that time. Like, Yeah. It just was perfect. Everything aligned perfectly, and I don't it, know how have, it happened.
2: <laughs> but, it could have easily been like what we got with The Hobbit. You know, mm-hmm. just sort of like a, a lackluster sort of, all right, we got like a fantasy movie, listen... No, it's like one of the most iconic trilogies of all time now. Yeah, like, for a it, good reason. Yeah, it's incredible. All right. All right. Well, um, we're going to have another clip now before we go on to number seven.
1: Well, that was my number seven. Oh, I'm sorry. So you have to do your uh, number seven. Let
2: me do my number seven, and then we'll move on. Okay. Yeah. My number seven is taxi driver nice great one another Scorsese just mm-hmm. a movie that I saw and completely resonated with me I it, it has such a good vibe it has um, it just perfectly captures what I think so many movies have tried to capture afterwards totally. um, of that like dark, lonely place in such a big city Mm -hmm. you have. And, but, and it's, it's so focused too, on how dirty it was during that time. Like all those shots, the, of like just bags and piles of fucking trash, you know, it like it's Gotham from the comics, you know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. um, it is like the quintessential, like New York dark film. Um, and it's absolutely perfect. <laughs> I think it's so good. Um, Robert De Niro, iconic role for him. Um, it's just such a such a like great piece of cinema. Yeah.
1: So. Damn, two Scorsese's on the top ten. I oh, do. Yeah. I do. I'm honestly, I'm sweating. I don't have any <laughs> Scorsese's on my list. I fucked up big. What? Yeah, I'm I fucked shocked. Up big. I am shocked. That's one that when you said Goodfellas, I was like, "Fuck!"
3: (laughs) You are like, "Oh shit!"
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's um, let's move on to our our another clip. We have one from uh, one Charlie Peter. Uh, came on the podcast a couple times, so we'll give him a listen right now. Hey, Wes and Zach. Congrats on wrapping up the podcast. It's been one hell of a run. Multiple different types of movies, all good and bad. Hopefully you're watching something a bit better than uh, we watched with Rise of Skywalker for your last uh, episode. And uh, I've got to crack open a Sam Oktoberfest and honor, you guys. Thanks. Hopefully that crack got caught on the mic. <laughs> it did. I oh. I clocked the crack.
4: Yes, we Charlie. got the we
2: got the crack. <laughs> thanks, Charlie. <laughs> uh, fun times. He he sent that to me, and he's like, "I hope I don't sound too tired." <laughs> oh no, it was great. <laughs> no, no, yeah, um, Charlie, good friend of mine, good guy. Um, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sending that in. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it.
1: Another fun one. The Star Wars were always uh those were always fun episodes and it was good. Those were always fun.
2: For sure. Alright, my number six. Psycho.
1: Oh. Alfred shit. Hitchcock. Damn nice. Pulling out a big one. Yeah. This is a movie that like
2: when I started thinking like top films. Psycho is one that like had a huge impact and it's so such, um, such an iconic film, uh, through cinema, you know, it's, it's, there's so much influence from this one film. Um, Alfred Hitchcock, a masterful filmmaker, um, making this really very effective thriller. Um, that i feel like in so many ways was sort of ahead of its time mm-hmm. um and i just you can't deny like its influence and and definitely the, it's expertise and and just some of the um it's psycho i mean <laughs> <you> know, it's <laughs> psycho it's yeah. great um and i love it i love it so um i don't know what else to say about that one but I just felt like it was appropriate for, for my top 20 and uh, in yeah. my top 10. Yeah.
1: Good call. It's a banger. It's a banger. <laughs> All right. My number six is, I think this is the one that I've seen the most recently for the first time. Yeah. Um, Fabulous Baron Munchausen, Carol Zeman. Yes. Yes. Um, You love this movie. I have still yet to see it. Yeah, it was kind of just like an instant thing where I was just like, how the fuck haven't I seen this? Where I was like almost Mm. like mad that I hadn't seen it before. You know what I mean? (laughs) I guess I should be mad. This person has like all these other movies and they're all like this? Like, holy shit! You know what I mean? Like, what a fucking accomplishment. I don't know. It was just a really cool blend of production design in like a set and animation and live action that I had never seen before and really has not been done on the same level since to my knowledge maybe in like small scale stuff but never like features and um I was just it's really like a blown away by this movie um and I also think that it helps that it ends with just like a very sweet note that um I really enjoyed, but I, yeah, it, it had, there was some new restoration of it like three years ago, I think. And, or maybe four years ago. And I just got the Blu-ray and I was like, yeah, this looks kind of cool. And just like, holy shit. (laughs) And it's become like, I, I don't know how many times I've, I've definitely like sat down and like intently watched it since, but I, it's like a throw on, just like throw it on anytime. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'll watch it whenever. It's mind-blowing. It just looks so good. And all his other movies are really cool, too, um, that I've seen since. So, yeah. Just kind of a thing where I was had no awareness of this person and then was like, how? You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. Good one. I know that's yeah. one of your favorites, so.
1: Yeah, I fucking loved it. Fucking loved it. Fucking loved it. All
2: right. Number five. Computer is freezing up right now. Oh, come on. There we go. Um, my number five is a movie that you introduced me to mm-hmm. A movie that, um, I actually, mm-hmm. um, didn't get to until probably much later than I think a lot of cinephiles have, have seen in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. But, um, tarvotsky's stalker
1: Ooh, nice fuck that's a good one that's a good pick stalker rules it's um it's a
2: great fantastic film Fuck. um it is. uh it, it 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 captures something that i there's no other movie especially in that time that captured this um this subject and also just this, uh, this vibe of Mm -hmm. just um, getting lost in this zone, you know, the, the, the place where like the science and understanding completely uh, just uh, are eradicated and Mm -hmm. become, yeah, it's, it's a, a movie I've never quite seen before and it's done in such it's not even like that much complication in the filmmaking to it. Yeah, you
1: know? and that's what's really intriguing about it is like Yeah. There like how does he even pull it off? Because the movie has I mean, there's definitely high production value, but a lot of it's just in like walking around rubble and like driving a car through exactly. like big puddles. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. but those moments feel so heightened. And you totally buy into everything that's going on as, like, this is crazy right now. But it's just, like, a dolly shot of, like, four guys, like, walking through puddles. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or however many people. But I don't know. It's uh, It really Uh, creates an environment. I don't know how it does it. I don't
2: either. I don't understand how it works and how it's so effective. Mm -hmm. But it really is. And it's a movie that, like, really stuck with me. I'm really glad that you got me we were doing forced films oh yeah got me to watch it Mm -hmm. that's and that's how i watched it um and it's one that really stuck with me um totally up my alley totally my vibe yeah definitely Um, such a good like science fiction just like uh just it gives you that just like that complete despair feeling and um almost like in, in some ways, it's almost like Lovecraftian, how mm. you can't describe the fear. You can't describe yeah. the – because it's beyond human understanding. And mm. that is somehow captured in a film, like,
1: mind-boggling. Yeah, don't know how. And so effectively that also, like, three hours just fucking fly by. Three hours really of do. just, like, people, like, driving around and walking, basically. <laughs> just, like, fucking flies by. I mean, yeah. it's obviously way more than that. But, like, in terms of, like, what's at You know what I mean. I don't know. It's, uh... Honestly, it's a good pick. Fuck. It's a good pick, Wes. I think that...
2: And now that I look at my list, that's the movie that I've seen the most recently.
1: Oh, okay. Nice.
2: But I really think it it deserves that spot. Um, It definitely deserves... it I love it. So much
1: so that let's start... Start over. (laughs) I'm (laughs) just... I forget about it, maybe. (laughs) That's
2: my number five.
1: Good pick. All right, my number five is uh, Roy Anderson's You the Living. And I think... uh, Another one
2: of your favorites I still have yet to see.
1: Yeah, Roy, Roy Boy, um, Sean introduced me to him. And it was at a very... um, influential time i guess in my uh creation of things we were making movies and stuff and i feel like it uh hit me at just the right time and um especially this one i mean all, i i really like all his movies they're all incredible but i think the way it's structured and the way some of the vignettes go is just really interesting. And the way that it like. Breaks rules is. Not. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's very unexpected in a way. But it's also very like. Quaint. And like low stakes. But it's very precise. At the same time. Like everything is very. Just so in its place. Everything's perfect. But also boring. And I feel like that designed to be so you know visually or whatever um i feel like that style really just kind of jumped out at me and also visually i feel like it it was almost uh like uh someone going harder on the stuff that i already liked the very like reserved wide long takes of that hold for a long time and people moving throughout the frame in different ways and I feel like it it just went really hard, and uh, in its sort of reserved, cynical nature, and um, really resonated with me at the time, and it's been my favorite of his since I watched them, and uh, yeah, big fan of uh, You the Living, big fan of Roy Boy, real winner.
2: Roy Boy, give it up. For Roy, boy,
1: give it up for Roy. Let's have a round of applause for Roy, boy. <laughs> Roy, the boy over here, everybody.
2: Hell yeah! Awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, number four, last one for this kind of round, I think. Yeah, and then we'll do the top three. <sighs> number four. This is a movie that I wrestled with, but it's one that just like. Had to include it. It just mm-hmm. it, it, Citizen Kane. Yeah,
1: I mean it's, it's incredible. It's a feat. It's incredible. Yeah, I and
2: uh, it's incredible. I mean it, it's it's. Um, I even saw this before. Like I was even like I've always had an interest in movies, but before I, like really got into like oh filmmaking, I was I was pretty young when I first watched it, um, mm. and. I even thought back then I was like, wow, like I even knew back then I was like, this is unlike any of the other old films that I've seen. Um, And when I was younger, I actually saw a lot of I don't know how I was introduced to them, but my parents just like gave me films and I always watched them. But I saw like a lot of really old films when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And um, this was one that like really was just like I these old films like they can do this. They look at how different this is. And as I got older, I got to appreciate it more in the filmmaking aspect of wow. The inventiveness of this, the like the sheer um, ambition of this movie. It's, it's crazy. And that's why it's been known to be one of the top films of all time, because the, the, ambition the inventiveness of the craft uh just every move every camera move everything about it um is trying to be so um there's just like a vision there that's just unlike Mm. anything of the time totally um and in many ways very bold very bold very bold the lower underneath like the floor shots where they had to like carve out the floor like they didn't do that Mm. back then yeah, you know what I mean? They didn't. They didn't fucking build wo- holes into the wall so they could lower the camera to get an angle. They didn't fucking do that. They just sh- put it and pointed it and shot it. So, um, for that reason, that's why it's my um, my number four, Citizen Kane, an undeniable, fan- uh, amazing film in, in the history of cinema. Gotta
1: hand it to it. Hell yeah, good pick. Cannot wait. For that criterion, 4K.
2: Oh, it's gonna look so good.
1: It's gonna be fucking <laughs> good. Are you in? or Are you out on the cover art? You in? You
2: out? Uh, I mean, I'm not out on it. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm not
2: totally. I mean, it's fine.
1: I'm waiting, to, fine. See, I'm waiting to see the. the I want to watch an unboxing of it. See how That's that the package thing. opens yeah. up. It's like I want to see the contents. If you flip that in, is it a digipack? If you flip the insert, is that a die cut K? That'd be interesting. We'll see. That would be really interesting. (laughs) Um, It's not like what I would probably
2: go for on it, Mm -hmm. but you know, again, you know, some of the criterion stuff, the covers are okay, but then you open those those booklets up, and they're sometimes pretty incredible. So it's pretty nice inside that booklet. Uh, It's a pretty nice, pretty good. You
1: know, I'm excited. Um, all right, number four is that where we're on? That's where you're at. All right, my number four. The Dark Crystal. What? Love it. Don't, man. That's a good pick, dude. Love that's a Dark great Crystal. pick. Been a favorite of mine since I was younger. Holds up every time. The first time I saw it, oh, I, we were at a. Wow. I was at a kid's house. My parents were having dinner, and I didn't like this kid. But they were, they were. He was a little older, and they were watching a movie, and it was Dark Crystal. And I watched it, and I was like scared. I was like scared of it. And my it's old scary, yeah. It's scary. My old roommate, like, still doesn't. <laughs> my roommate John or my buddy John, he he didn't like it because it's it's too scary. Still, he's like, I can't watch it. It's freaky. And I, I, <laughs> I like get it. I get it. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah. it's also it's just kind of a miracle movie to me, and like. The fact that Jim Henson, at the kind of like maybe not peak peak, but pretty much height of his power, was like, "Let's yeah. make a movie for kids that's scary, like a dark fantasy, yeah, and it it's not it's not gonna like talk down to them, which is something I know he was really into. He's like, if I was a kid, when I was a kid, I liked the shit that like wasn't like hey you're a kid you know what i mean so he's yeah, making this movie total. for them but really it's just good on its own <laughs> you know what I mean? it's not like yeah. and it's it's just a simple story but it's also just really effective and the fact that there's the choice of no humans is a hundred percent puppets mind-blowing it's this Crazy. fucking weird dark fantasy movie mind-blowing and then the fact such, a, you such like, a ballsy move. Yeah, and you look into like what it took to make, and it's just like, holy shit, this is a real movie? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there's like people the um guardians, like the old um like good wow. elders, you know, yeah. watching the behind yeah. the scenes of like the way people are like bent all the way, they're standing on their feet. With their knees up by their elbow or armpits, mm-hmm. and then one hand puppeteering the neck and the other hand puppeteering all four arms. And they walk around inside of a costume in the sun for hours a day doing yeah. that. And it looks that good. Like, holy shit! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
2: I know, it's incredible. Yeah. The level of skill and, and, um, level of skill and and just the craft again mm-hmm. the, the the level of of the filmmaking um to make that like such skill such talent you know
1: totally it's crazy it's crazy and it's a miracle that, that it was allowed to be made and it yeah. really it kind of is like peak puppet cinema it's like peak puppet movie like i don't know if there's a better puppet movie it's the best one
2: um it probably, I don't think there is. Yeah, Why like, Labyrinth that? is
1: great, but I like Dark Crystal way more, personally. I think... Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I feel like that was the peak of that, that sort of era. It's also all puppets. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's 100% puppets. Like, come on, you know? Shout out to uh,
2: Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Oh, yeah. Great, great follow-up series.
1: Another it's, incredible
2: that... That it's incredible that it's, credible that it's real.
1: That Shocking. it's made. Honestly, shocked how good it was the documentary was amazing i still haven't seen the documentary actually (gasps) watch the documentary yeah i don't know why i haven't i i think i wanted to re-watch the show and then i just haven't done it but
2: just watch the documentary
1: yeah please it's that show was unbelievable that it was so good i was shocked it's like the director of like clash the titans remake right yeah, like but the they, transporter or something or one of the transporter too I don't remember shit. it was someone I, really goofy that directed it. And I was so mad when it got announced and then it was fucking unbelievably good. She's <laughs> like, what? what?
2: And if you watch the documentary, they talk about all the people that were involved that like tried their they tried their best. And we talk about this like the Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. same exact sort of um, you just tell everyone cared same same mindset yeah everyone really really cared and down to like every single prop and the costumes and everything it's so meticulous and it's amazing that it's actually as good as it is
1: get this it's doubly as amazing because it is the director of clash the titans and his other films include now you see me the Brothers Grimsby, The Transporter Oof. Unleashed and The Incredible Hulk. That's his filmography. And then Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Wow. <laughs> Which is like so good. <laughs> and then the Rest so of the So that's the best thing he's ever made. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess he directed this loop, Lupin Oh, that's not the anime Lupin, it's a different Lupin. I don't know. Mm. It's not Lupin the 3rd. Anyway.
2: Right, it's not Lupin the 3rd.
1: Yeah, Anyway, um, Louis Leterrier, a stinker aside from Dark Crystal Age of Resistance.
2: Great series. Watch a documentary. Great stuff. Gotta watch um, it. All right. So um, that ends it. Uh, for that, we're going to do our final clip uh, before we get into our top three. This is going to be from our great friend, Slash producer, slash buddy,
1: slash list countdown. Yeah, list maniac, slash list
2: list maniac. Just a great
1: (laughs) bud, you know, just a good person.
2: a good old bud. Uh, This is a little clip from him.
5: Hey, Ranters, it's uh, Sean Pierce. And I just wanted to say congratulations on over half a decade. It's coming to an end, but very, very successful run. I've been lucky to be a fan for a long time and fortunate to have been on the show quite a few times. It's always been a lot of fun getting juiced and talking movies, uh, <laughs> interrupting and just spouting some shit. I've always had a really good time. When you think about it, this is seeing you through quite a lot of changes, marriage, a child, a big move for Wes, so it's awesome. You know, a lot of people Don't have the follow-through, give it up after a couple, but I feel like y'all really stuck with it and made something to be proud of. And I know I'm proud of y'all. I will genuinely miss not having y'all in my feed and not having a reason to make a top 10 list because that was always really fun. If y'all come back, I will listen again. And if you don't, fuck you.
2: Amazing, Uh, thanks, there, Shawnee. That was great. Oh man, (laughs) I'm getting emotional now. (laughs) I know, right? A lot of lot of good times.
1: Um, Totally. Thanks for being a producer, also Sean, for so long. Tip top producer. Thank you, Sean. Mm -hmm. Tip top.
2: (laughs) Great producer. Great, great friend. Great. person to have on the show you're just absolutely you're just almost as part of you're just as much a part of the show as we are so
3: um
2: really appreciate
1: it um all right top three you fucking ready for this bud
2: (laughs) i think i'm pretty good on these three i'm good i'm good i'm happy with these i'm happy with my top three
1: so yeah. wait, do you do I go or do you go? Uh, you go. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Go. Number three, Godfrey Reggio, Koyanis Katsi. Number
2: three. What did you just say? <laughs> Katsi. Oh, right. okay,
1: Katsi. Yeah. Godfrey Reggio.
2: Another one of your favorite films I haven't seen. I know of the banger.
1: Film. Yeah. Like I think we've probably said probably 40 times tonight. Or I guess not 40 yet. Banger. 30, banger, yeah. banger. 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 They're all but, bangers. Um, yeah, definitely um, another one. I forget. I think I was talking about maybe Active Killing when it was just something. I mean, I obviously didn't see this when it came out in 1982. wasn't alive. But um, definitely one that when I saw it just felt fresh. It felt like something I hadn't seen before. It felt like Uh, almost like new form of media that like wasn't it just stood on its own you know um it's like a dialogue list uh almost kind of narrative list but also there's a trajectory there um Mm -hmm. documentary um it's a trilogy of films i picked the first is my favorite which i think is the strongest of them all but they're all fantastic um and very influential for me, um, both in realizing that this type of movie can exist, and also in a technical way. Um, I feel like so many things that I just immediately wanted to like rip off editing-wise, like incredible editing. Um, I mean, obviously, really great cinematography. And another thing is there's also, it's one of my favorite um, film scores of all time. Um, oh, really? Pretty pretty big one for philly g philip glass big he's a big dog for sure composer um Mm -hmm. also saw it around the time just before i was starting to make music and i feel like i was really into philip glass and um that was a big inspiration for me uh but yeah i do think it's just a really interesting film in the sense that it's super entertaining it has a lot to say while it literally says nothing because it's entirely music and sound effects, but I think the fact that you can get across <laughs> so many messages with this sort of uh, abstract collection of imagery um, is just really powerful. And it's the prime example of that for me. And also, I mean, the first one I've seen like that. So made a very lasting impact. So, is Iskatsi.
2: Great. Yeah, well said. Hell yeah. Okay. My number three is Apocalypse Now. Nice. Damn. It's a good one. Big, big fan of this film. Um, it's a movie that I, when I watched it, I was just completely blown away by the mood that you're put into this yeah would like that da- it, it, it it's a story that's in, in some ways been been done before going into the heart of darkness like one mm. of those stories and it does that in such an effective way in the form of like a vietnam film totally and that ends up being like the, in my opinion the best vietnam war movie i've ever seen mm. um it's incredible. Uh, and it goes into the, this psychological sort of, uh, uh, downward spiral into madness that, uh, it's, it's, it's something that I don't think has ever been as effective in, in other movies of its caliber. Um, Francis Ford Coppola chef's kiss. Yeah. So f- fantastic. um, the iconic imagery, the um, the score—you have, you know, you have the doors, mm-hmm. which is amazing, um, and and just amazing performances. Um, in some ways, incredibly terrifying, uh, and just um, right up my alley. It is just such a good dark film. Uh, and um will always be one of my favorites that's why it's my number three. Oh
1: yeah quick question for you yeah just curious i don't because i feel like i haven't seen it i haven't compared but do you have a favorite cut do you have a, like a preferred cut that you watch each time or do you kind of bounce around i always bounce around because i don't watch it i, I kind watch of end up like... bouncing
2: around yeah yeah
1: I feel like I, I only watch around. it every couple of years, so then it's like, oh, I haven't seen this cut. I'll watch that. Like, I watched the final cut on the 4K. Yeah. And then it was no, like, I, not as good uh-huh. as the last cut that I watched two years ago. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah.
2: I think I was, if I remember correctly, because it has been a couple of years, mm-hmm. but um, if I remember quickly, I remember being, oh, yeah, Now, now that I'm really thinking about it. The final cut was like really strange that it added some. Because I have the final cut mm-hmm. on 4K. Um, It added some scenes that I wasn't a big fan of.
1: Yeah, and um, it seemed like it took away stuff but kept it And It a took away stuff. some stuff. Yeah. I like was just I like, think I kinda, what's this cut?
2: I think I'm more on like the like theatrical mm-hmm. or even the, the director's cut version. The yeah. final cut was like yeah it kind of it broke up i'm i'm glad that that like some of that deleted stuff was left out in the theatrical yeah. and the directors because it was um like the, uh, specifically the part where they like spend time in the like what was it sort of like the because i've only seen it thing once or whatever it's like the it's like a it's like a, um like the house they spend time in a house yeah. or whatever yeah like the manor
1: Cause they were. It seemed like the final cut was like adding in some other stuff, but also streamlining it. But they, it still had that, so it didn't feel different enough than the previous cut. So it was it like brought what in is a whole this? other cut? Aspect like, I don't, it. I don't get what the purpose of yeah. this one is. You know.
2: Yeah, I think overall I wasn't a big fan of
1: that because it added that in. Just an interesting um, one. It's like Blade Runner, where I don't know what cut I like best. <laughs> but I li- I like the movie a lot, yeah. but like which one yeah, yeah. is my favorite? I don't know cuz I've only seen them each like one or two times years apart. So Yeah, Blade Runner is it's a weird one. There's so many cuts of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um Blade Runner is sort of like and they're all like, and some of the cuts are like almost identical, except for like one
1: little like cutscene. <laughs> yeah, scene. yeah and it's, know? Like which and like, uh, which version of that sequence did you like best? Because it's the only. Yeah,
2: different. exactly. Yeah, anyway, it's tough. um, but yeah, no, I don't. I I think Final Cut, I'm I'm sort of out on, mm-hmm. but it was still good because I love the movie. But um, it looks good on still, 4K. And it looks fucking amazing on 4K. Really. Um, good. i love that i'm missing my collection now it's in storage i'm really like missing (laughs) my collection
1: i like that francis ford coppola has just been sitting around tinkering with old movies and there's just new blu-rays coming out of his old movies
4: Because within the past
1: like two three years there's been apocalypse now final cut godfather two or godfather three coda right like an alternate cut of godfather it was three right i don't know there's an alternate cut and then the, the Cotton Club and Dementia 13, which I just got. It's like, th- oh, yeah. you've released like four alternate <laughs> cuts of like old movies you've done over the past like couple of years. Hey, you know? he's hanging like, out. He's hanging
2: yeah. out drinking his wine and, and his, and his he's like, and-
1: Yeah, he just gets drunk all day and he's like, I'm going to go in the basement and tinker around with my old movies. <laughs> and he just goes down yeah. there and like makes new cuts. It's amazing. Hey, man.
2: Good for you. It's fucking, fucking awesome. Life. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the dream, the fucking dream. Um, yeah, that's my number three. You're number three.
1: Good pick. Or my number two. Your oh number yeah, two. you're number
2: two. Number two. Number two.
1: All right, my number two, Jim Jarmusch, Down by Law. Um, yeah, that would be on there for you. It's yeah, it's a, a big pick. one. It was a big one when I saw it. I saw it in high school. Very influential um, movie for you. Super influential. Love Jim Jarmusch. I feel like his aesthetic um, was definitely like a big um, indicator or a big influence on future stuff that I did. And, you know, with the people I collaborated with, we were all very into Jim Jarmusch. Very into the wide reserve takes, which also comes across maybe some other movies on my list. But I also. Um, just really enjoyed the story and the way that the editing went in the movie. Um, yeah. the pacing also love Tom Waits. It was around the time it I was also getting into Tom Waits. He's like my favorite Hardcore. musician. So like seeing him <laughs> yeah. in that and like Roberto Benini and John larry like what a like weird collection of people and, um, what like a weird movie for them all to be in this like prison break where they're on in the bayou and i don't know it's 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 really strange um but a great movie killer soundtrack Mm -hmm. and um definitely a big influence on me because it was also just cool as fuck it was like this movie's cool as shit (laughs) you know what i mean like everyone in it is cool as fuck (laughs) it's Every, so cool. <laughs> it looks cool the soundtrack's cool like they dress the cool best, you know? they act cool yeah like tom wait's is all about is like weird like uh his like pointy boots with all the metal plates on them like the, yep. his girlfriend throws them out the window he's like ah, it's just like his weird. records and yeah i don't know it's it was so a it was a big one for me um when i was like just kind of like expanding and getting into some different stuff uh it was definitely one that resonated really hard, and it still does. And every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, this movie fucking rolls. It's pretty so, good. Number two
2: ah, Jim Jarmish. Heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, my number two <laughs> Seven
1: Samurai. It's a good one. It's so good. I love this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. It was I had it that was one that I was had and I swapped I'm it out and I don't shocked, know if I regret it. It's not it. in your list. I, I'm high and low bumped it off, but it was much higher and I don't know. I, I panicked. I panicked. This
2: Wes. one is in my top three favorite films of all time. It's, it's so good. Uh this it, i it's just oh, Kurosawa, man. It's amazing. It's amazing the fact that it's the time that it came from and this movie existed it was Mm -hmm. made during this time and it's such a good classic samurai film that still resonates today mifune so good oh for sure and uh it's fantastic and the fact that it builds up to where it goes and mm-hmm. is such an epic finale um, for a film of its era is just um, incredible, amazing filmmaking, um, so influential on all of cinema. Definitely reaching into Star Wars, my one of my favorite movies of all time and mm-hmm. franchises, um, with countless remakes and many different genres. Seven Samurai is by far a classic, iconic film that is one of the best films of all time,
1: yeah. in my opinion. I might have fucked up big. <laughs>
3: I might have fucked up big. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up big. <laughs> no. Well, you were a... thinking
2: like I need one
1: Kurosawa, and you chose your favorite. And yeah because uh, yeah i don't know it, yeah seven samurai fucking rules it's so good it was definitely, it's so fucking good it's the first samurai movie i saw too and it was just like oh shit what a fucking awesome genre of movies and there's so many oh yeah you know like there's so so cool. many
2: it's still my favorite sam it's my favorite samurai movie yeah down.
1: it's so good it's so good and um
2: i love samurai shit i love yeah. japanese cinema it's fucking awesome so and i love kurosawa
1: real winner all right number one number one what's it gonna be this is fucked up (coughs) number one (laughs) fuck so number (laughs) one number one's hard you know it's so hard Number one's hard. Can we just talk? About, well, I don't know what else I have to say. I was like, "Can we talk about number one for a second? But then I was just gonna go, <laughs> "It's really hard." I don't it's know really what else to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, just go all for right. it. So my number one, Brazil. Great pick. I feel like it's uh, it's just been a constant since I've seen it. I feel like it hits all these nice sweet spots. There's really cool effects. It's really funny, but it's also takes itself seriously. Um, has a really fucking weird and great Robert De Niro performance, which is big points. Um, but I also just really like, you know, it's, it's what it's saying and everything. And I feel like for a while, and I mean, currently still it's, uh, it's been a comfort. It's like a weird comforting movie to me. I don't know why. Mm. There were lots of times where I'd just be like real depressed and and down in the dumps. And I feel like it was uh, one of the movies I would watch when I was in that uh, kind of like vibe. And I think yeah. it uh, it always helped me out. Um, just, just something about the absurdity of it, I think, that's uh, really nice and refreshing. And sensibilities are great. All the performances are good. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's really nice sweet spot. You know what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, a really good pick. I mean, it's it's a five star banger for sure, yeah, definitely. For I sure. I feel like
1: for a long time, my favorite move, number one of all time, would shift around, but I feel like that that's been one. For so long that I, I feel like I've watched pretty consistently. And there was a time where I would watch it a lot. Like there was a pretty really? dark, dark period where I watched it probably like 10, 15 times in close succession. <laughs> you know, like, oh, wow. And uh, yeah, is uh I don't know. It's always been that kind of thing for me in a weird way. And um, yeah, it's a great movie. Well, it's a fantastic
2: movie and can't, you know, it's a great number one. Um, Yeah. My number one, just for shits and giggles, it's on your list. Can you Uh guess what it is?
1: 2001. Yep. Hell yeah. (laughs) I was like, good look," And I was like, wait, he hasn't said 2001 yet. That's gotta be it. (laughs)
2: 2001 A Space Odyssey is my, my number one. Oh yeah. Um, probably my favorite director. It's mm-hmm. it's Stanley Kubrick has such such an influence on me and um I just this the the prowess of this film, the the expertise, the the cra- uh, the, the filmmaking craft again. It's about I'm all about the craft this list um it's perfect and
1: it pretty much is
2: yeah it's a perfect movie and it transcends it transcends um your typical like film uh i i almost like i consider it often like a almost of more of an educational piece sometimes um it's a, like it's a, it's a science movie. It's mm-hmm. um, and there's a fictional narrative, obviously, but it's it's more like uh, like an educational film in in some ways. Um, but it's so good, and it's so iconic, the obelisk, and the like unknown, of mm-hmm. of this of this alien technology what is this the ai and the reconciliation of seeing uh the evolution between apes to humans and science and how it it just it, it it's it takes on these huge ideas yeah and a film like it takes on these massive ideas crazy. and yeah and it goes through time and Taking on this ideas of mankind itself, like so fucking crazy.
1: Like, um, it's one thing to capture a feeling, like that's hard enough. But how do you capture a feeling of something that's unexplainable? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, how do you do that? I don't know, but they and, like did it. You know, and
2: make it entertaining.
1: Yeah, like, totally.
2: It's and and this this space. Scenes look so good.
1: Yeah, they even hold to up this day. Better than look... most new stuff.
2: They're so good that people are convinced, even now, that Stanley Kubrick faked the moon landing. Because of this <laughs> yeah. film. Mm-hmm. It does look that fucking good. It looks real. It's so crazy. Um, I love this movie. It's a huge influence on my life. Um, and you know, it's not like, it's not like a movie. Like I, Oh, I'm just going to pop this on and pop in a little, he doesn't want to space out. It's not super
1: casual.
2: It's not, it's not a casual movie. It's a movie that you sit down. It's for an experience. Um, I wish I could see it in 70mm, like you had said. I have seen it in theaters a couple well, times. You don't look I've, too far I've away I've seen it in IMAX. You know? It's true. Maybe next 70mm um,
1: festival, we gotta take the trip.
2: Well, that's happening. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. I know I've seen it in theaters a couple times, and it's always an amazing experience to see it in theater. Because mm. it's just like... Oh, it's just like, what have I just experienced you know it's so totally. crazy It's wild. um yeah anyway not to go too much on it but 2001 space odyssey i i, I just kind of it, it it drifted to my number one and then i was just like it just i guess makes sense um yeah it's not even a movie that'd i be like watch your favorite movie of all time I'd be like 2001 you know i don't know it's just like yeah. Kind of drifted there. I mean, all these movies kind of coalesce into a blob. For sure. That's where it's that also one landed.
1: The, 2001's like so transcendent that it's like, it's almost like we were talking about. It's like not a movie where it's like, yeah, you it's almost not. have, if it's going to be like anywhere near the top, you almost have to put it at number one. You know exactly. Right? Yeah, like, it's,
2: it's good, if you're if you're you know breaching the five, you know it's like it's yeah. gotta just gonna navigate towards number, number one. five. It's
1: gotta be one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why I was like, I couldn't put it any higher than nineteen because if I did, I was like, well, it's gotta be really high. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that weird list. No, I get Making it. is, but you know what I mean? It's tough. Yeah, banger movie, masterpiece. It's a masterpiece.
2: It's a masterpiece. So, all right. Well, that is... Thank you. Yeah. What a good list. Both of us, great lists for you as well, Zach. Um, Thanks, yeah. Like yours. Great films on your list. Um, Some films that I wish I included on mine. I think there were some on mine that you wish you'd included.
1: I was like, (laughs) I didn't have any Scorsese, Tarkovsky, or PTA on my list wow which are big ones big ones yeah i didn't have any um My like big, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh.
2: i'm drunk now so i can't remember but there were some there were some big ones yeah that you had to
1: include down there
2: uh, you had lord of the rings really high i i kind of re- i wish i had put mine higher it
1: snuck up over the course of like the past few weeks i was like you know what lord of the rings fucking rules and i feel like every time i would yeah order, it would sneak up. it would just like keep snucking its way up sneaking i know it's,
2: it's so, so good. good i'm watching it tonight oh, i yeah. told you I'm, I'm gonna fall asleep to it i love it it's one of my it's one of my comfort films mm-hmm. Do you have like those like four one four of my
3: yet
2: no i wish just I have the man. I have the I have the Blu-ray extended set that's with all I the appendices. Well.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: in storage, but <laughs> I have them all on. Um, I have them on digital too.
1: Oh, okay. There you go.
2: So if I can get into my like movies anywhere account, mm-hmm. all said. good.
1: Oh
2: yeah, yeah yeah. But <sighs> well, that's gonna conclude it. Yeah. Um As as always. You can find other episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and especially YouTube. Mm. Um, Yeah, some of those other platforms, uh, I think they'll probably archive some episodes. But like I've said before, um, go to YouTube if you want to go back on stuff. That has the most Mm -hmm. stuff most episodes um but that brings us to the end of this podcast I've been doing this for six years Wow, it's been a really good really good run um zach yeah thank you for doing this with me for so long it's of been, course
1: thank you it's been super fun it's, it's been great, really fun great excuse to uh hang out and chat movies with my bud you know what i mean for sure uh, uh great memories
2: you've introduced me to so many good movies yeah same with you and um we're we're still gonna we still text uh, we still chat and we're gonna continue to chat but um you know this was a really good chapter in our lives i think and it went on for way longer than i ever expected to be yeah honest
1: same here to be frank um,
2: but it was great I had such a blast and I discovered so much. I'm gonna to i I'm still not breaking my habits. We should still compare top tens.
1: I'm still gonna make Oh them. yeah. <laughs> I'm still gonna make a top ten just for fun. You mean well. Sean, let's let's yeah. compare. Yeah, I still <laughs> I still log my film. Letterbox
2: is an amazing site. I love that site and it keeps me keeps me honest on my films. But
1: Yeah, love Letterboxd. Yeah, follow us on Letterbox if you want to see our yeah our follow ratings. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's not easy to spell, but
2: yeah, that one's a little harder to find. You can just find me at Westford. <laughs> 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 uh, probably, could find mine a lot a little easier, but uh, <laughs>
1: Zach's oh. on there as well also i think uh ronnie had ronnie you mentioned you wanted to uh say something before we wrapped up here oh go for it ronnie
0: before we go i would be remiss if i didn't express my feelings in this moment i want to thank you for including me on this wild journey Even though I may sound flat or like I am just going through the same motions every week, I want you to know that I truly value each and every experience we've had together. I like to think I put my personal touch in a new spin on my little script each week. Being a part of the Listen to Us Rant About Movies podcast has been such a joy in my life. I know I haven't been a part of it for as long as you two, but it's really left a lasting impact on your old friend Ronnie, and for that I am eternally grateful. I love both of you with my whole heart. Especially you I will miss being a part of this cast but alas, all things must pass. I will miss your movie expertise, hearing your beautiful voices, and seeing your smiling faces when we record together. Excuse my speech as I hold back these tears. Sniff sniff. I thank you for inviting an old man like me into your world. I wish you both the best in your future endeavors. I love you both, but especially you, with. Till our paths cross again. Till next time.
2: Was, oh, that's incredible thank you so much ronnie for the Ronnie, honestly
1: felt. so nice i i wasn't expecting that you really caught me off guard but that was really sweet and um thoughtful and i uh, really appreciate you too ronnie so thank you so much
2: thank you ronnie yeah didn't realize we had such an impact on you but <laughs> it's really
1: great i'm really glad that this was that for you you know it's like it's really great to meet you and like we said earlier, it's like this isn't the end. We can we can meet up and hang out, right? Yeah, we can we hang you. out. Yeah, you can you can tell us different ads that you read, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and stuff like that. I really like to hear your opinion on films, you know. At some yeah, point. absolutely. But
3: <laughs> Okay.
2: Uh Yeah, so we want to thank all of our listeners. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, thank you for our listeners for for sticking with us through the years, um, especially our Patreon supporters. All of you are awesome. You provided a massive amount of support to the show. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank Seriously. you so much. It
2: means a lot. It does. It does. <sighs> Zach, again you're one of my best best friends thank you um for for all the good times really appreciate it and you always brought um just like a great perspective to to movies and uh you opened my my mind in many ways um so i i really appreciate you you hanging out and and doing this with me
1: oh of course well thank you bud you're obviously a close friend too, and I've I've had a lot of fun doing this, you know, and it's been uh, it's been great, and it's been a great motivator to maybe like get cr- my curmudgeon-y self out to see some things that maybe I wouldn't have, and I think I've I've gained a lot of perspective from that, and I feel like you've introduced me to a lot of cool stuff too, and it's been uh, it's been a fun ride, you know, fun ride with my fun. bud, you know what I mean.
2: It's, it's been a fun ride. It's not um, fully goodbye to us. Zach and I are still friends, and we're going to be hanging out. Um, oh, thank God. I, I, thought, I, moved up. I thought we weren't allowed to hang out anymore. After that. Uh, you're like, oh, no, wait. I. Oh, this is I, the end? Thank I, I, like, Amazing. I, I, like, I wanted this to be over. Like, I
1: <laughs> no, no, this
2: no, the... no. Nah, nah, just <laughs> no, yeah, I moved up north, so we're going to be hanging out. But yeah. the show is over, so bye to all of you we're gonna be keep hanging out
1: yeah we'll hang out but we just won't record it for you to listen to yeah you'll have to come in the proximity of us talking to hear these rants (laughs) they won't be broadcast over the internet it's true true.
2: (laughs) but uh that's the end we did it thanks everyone we
1: did it thanks so much